major waste of resources because it means we just pay millions more uh, for the same doctors. The new chairman of the HS2 project officially begins his job today. The appointment of Sir David Higgins last September was viewed as a clear sign the government sticking to its plans for the controversial high-speed rail line through Buckinghamshire, which is due to cost £43 billion. Sir David says the project can help rebalance the economic geography of the country. Residents in South Buckinghamshire are being advised to steer clear of flooded areas after children were seen playing in floodwater. The River Thames through Marlow is still well above normal levels for this time of year and some properties are flooded. Steve Wells from Buckinghamshire Fire and Rescue says adults are just as much in danger. A lot of the uh, the water levels may perceive to be quite shallow and obviously um, moving quite slowly. However, you know... If people drive through flooded roads, what they can find themselves very quickly is become stranded. The trial of Dave Lee Travis is due to begin today. The former Radio 1 and Three Counties radio presenter is accused of a series of indecent assaults and one sexual assault. The allegations against the 68-year-old who was living in Buckinghamshire at the time of his arrest date from 1976 to 2008. Plans for the proposed Watford Health Campus have gone on public display. The multi-million pound redevelopment of land near the football ground has now gone out for public consultation. The Mayor of Watford, Dorothy Thornhill, says it's important everyone has a say. We want people who work in Watford, uh, people who live in Watford, to actually engage with us. You know, what we're actually saying is, does this look okay? What do you think the problems might be? And what have we missed out? I bet you somebody will come up with something and we think, yep, got it can we provide that in football there are three replays tonight the mk dons play wigan and watford take on bristol city in the fa cup third round in the fa trophy luton are at home to cambridge and in league one stevenage borough welcomes swindon the weather cloudy and cold with occasional rain and a high of six celsius and get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties Thank you, Jane. Morning. This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's Tuesday the 14th of January. Lots coming up on the show. Lots that I know you will want to have your say on as well, including discussions resume later over the future of gypsy and traveller sites in central Bedfordshire. The council's plans to expand existing sites or create new ones are ruffling feathers across the patch. But surely people living on a council-run site are less likely to cause the sort of problems we see when travellers pitch up on fields and laybys. Now, also, we'll all grow old if we're lucky. Later on in the show, I'll be talking to the man behind plans for a retirement home that sounds like a utopian vision of the future. IT facilities, cafes and gyms. Only trouble is, some people think it's too big for a town that's still being built. And after 25 years of vegetarian, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of thinking maybe I might swing the other way. If you've got any experience on this, I'd love to hear your stories, please. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. You can send me a text, 81333, start your text 3CR. Or the best way to get in touch is to give me a phone call. 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. In four minutes and 32 seconds, it's Justin Dealey plus Gypsies equals Cracking Radio.
Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars up above in your eyes. A fantabulous night to make romance beneath the cover of October skies. You know the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. You know I'm trying to please to the calling of your heartstrings that play soft and low. You know the night's magic seems to whisper and hush. You know the soft moonlight seems to shine in your blush. Can I just have one more moon dance with you, my love? Tonight I can't wait till the morning has come. And I know now the time is just right. And straight into my arms you will run. And when you come, my heart will be waiting to make sure that you're never alone. There and then all my dreams will come true, dear. There and then I will make you my own. And every time. Then I know how much you want me. That you can't hide. Can I just have one more moon dance with you, my love? Can I just make some more romance with you, my love?
is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. Now, discussions will resume today over the future of council-run gypsy and traveller sites in central Bedfordshire. Plans to build or enlarge seven sites across the patch have been bubbling away for a while, as have local objections, which range from fear of increased crime to pressure on school places and the erosion of the Greenbelt. Or Barton the Clay, small town just off the A6, a site in nearby Pullock's Hill is set to expand. There are also plans to build a new site closer to Barton itself. Well, our reporter, Justin Dealey, has been to Barton. Barton, morning, Justin. Morning, boss. Justin, what have the locals been saying? Well, uh, Ian, not one person I spoke to wants this proposed traveller's site. Now, what we normally get is people saying to us it's the wrong piece of land. But uh, for this particular occasion, the people in Barton didn't hold back with their views. Uh, here's the people I spoke to. Here's what they had to say. Basically, I'm going to use the words that, that the politicians won't use. They're basically scum. They're going to drag this area down to their level. They won't, pr- they won't produce anything for this area. And all that's going to happen is our standard of life is going to be dragged down to their level. What are you basing this on, by the way? What? On what I've seen, what I've experienced in life. I've worked in the East End of London for many years. I've worked very closely and seen uh, at first hand a lot of people like this. I've travelled the world. I see a lot of these type of people bringing the levels down wherever they are and they're going to do the same here you can't stereotype every single person um, can you well i'm sorry but i will but i will and none of the politicians will face will ask the true questions as to why we don't want them here and you don't want them because in your words they're scum absolutely and that's the end of it and i and i make no apologies for using that word Okay, let me put this to you then, Mm. just to be fair here. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but what would you say to any traveller who is listening to this right now who Mm -hmm. says your views are are highly offensive Mm -hmm. and you are totally out of place in the year 2014? Okay, what I would respond to that very easily, when they abide by the rules of society like I have to and send my children to proper schools for the full term they're entitled to go, they're they're, uh, expected to go to school, when they pay their taxes, like I've always paid my taxes through, Throughout my life, then I'll retract my views. But they don't abide by the, the general rules of every single traveller. Every single traveller. I have everyone. Uh, look, I, I haven't met every single traveller, but I have to make a generalisation. I have no alternative because I haven't met individual travellers that have ever come up to my expectations of, of running a, a decent, uh, full life like we, most of us do. Oh my God, they've already got one, so they don't need any more. <laughs> They cause enough trouble as it is. What sort of trouble are they causing then? Oh, I wouldn't want to go into it, but... Well, can you give me just one example? They're not very polite. <laughs> they're not very nice. They can be horrible sometimes, so... So all the travellers you've met have been horrible yeah. people? <laughs> they just can be rude. Very, very rude. What, for no reason? They are just rude. <laughs> Full stop. Tonight they're just rude. Again, sorry to, to <laughs> no, kind of put you on the okay. spot, but can you give me an example of how they've been rude to you? Um, like you speak to... A non-traveller, they'll be polite to you, please, thank yous, and all this. But they'll and then they'll come in and they just there's no please, no thank yous, nothing like that. So you don't want a traveller site here because no. they don't say please or thank you. <laughs> no, but they they just come across quite rude. That's why I don't want want them here. Gosh. Mm. We don't normally get that sort of reaction, do we? You know, whenever we talk about these things, people always say it's the area, uh, this particular site they're talking about is is not going to be right. But um, certainly when I went to Barson, I was surprised because uh, people there, uh, as you've heard, very, very angry, very, very concerned. If we um, change the word gypsy to the word Asian or the word black, mm. 
to have somebody come on and say, oh, yeah, they're basically scum. Yep. Uh, uh, the, the phones would would light up like yep. a Christmas tree. I, and I wonder what people's reaction is this morning. You're hearing this. You heard what that gentleman had to say to Justin. When I asked about gypsies, they are basically scum. All of them. 08459 455 555. How do you feel when you hear something like that? Is that racism? Do you... Let's put it out there. Do you share that view? Is that gentleman saying what people uh, are unafraid to say? I was kind of shocked. You told me it was going to be a a fiery piece, Justin. I I wasn't expecting that. Well, I was shocked as well. You know, that that person there, you know, in his words, saying, I'm going to sell it the way it should be told. Um, That's his opinion. Um, He was making, in my view, you know, a a stereotype, sweeping generalisation, call it what you want to. but, but, But the views he had, he couldn't really back up. He was talking about his experience. But when I mentioned every single traveller, well, he said, well, I can't mention them because I've not met every single traveller. Um, but um, certainly the views that, that he has, very, very extreme. I'll be fascinated to know if we have got any travellers listening right now, uh, what they've got to say about uh, about what they've just heard. Justin, I appreciate your, your time there. Excellent stuff. Thank you very much indeed. So, gentlemen speaking to Justin Dealey, gypsies, travellers, basically scum. Right, a couple of things here. When you hear something like that, how does that make you feel? 08459 455 555. Uh, And if there are any travellers listening, uh, then do give us a call. When you hear someone talking about you like that, what what do you think? What goes through your mind when you hear something like that? If you just missed it, if you just tuned in, Justin Dealey was out speaking to someone and asking his opinion on travellers and gypsies. This is what was said. Basically, I'm going to use the words that, that the politicians won't use. They're basically scum. They're going to drag this area down to their level. They won't, pr- they won't produce anything for this area. And all that's going to happen is our standard of life is going to be dragged down to their level. Gosh. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. I think it's going to be a fiery one today, dear listener. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. In Aston Rowant, the Chinner Road is closed between the A40 and Chinner because of flooding. Slightly further afield on the M25 anti-clockwise, there's a lane closed on Junction 27M11 entry slip road because of an accident. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice. 6.15, it's Tuesday the 14th of January. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A discussion on where to put traveller sites in central Bedfordshire takes place today. Hospital trusts are spending 60% more on hiring temporary doctors to work in accident and emergency than five years ago. In football, Arsenal have returned to the top of the Premier League after a 2-1 win over Aston Villa at Villa Park. The weather becoming dry and brighter with a high of 6 Celsius. Coming up, we'll be talking about a retirement village that's being planned. BBC Three Counties Radio. Not a chance, not a chance. Say it. 
We just had a gentleman speaking to Justin Dealey talking about uh, potential uh, gypsy traveller sites in Barton. And he, well, if you missed it, let me play you this again. This is uh, what the, the gentleman had to say when Justin asked him what his thoughts were on travellers. Basically, I'm going to use the words that, that the politicians won't use. They're basically scum. They're going to drag this area down to their level. They won't, pr- they won't produce anything for this area. And all that's going to happen is our standard of life is going to be dragged down to their level. Scum. Joe's in Milton Keynes. Morning, Joe. Morning. Joe, you're a traveller. Uh, do you know what this man... This man wants to come to a site 
yeah, and stand there and call us scum. And he wouldn't get out the gate. But I, I guarantee, because what he's doing there is he's, he's tying us with the same broom. And if there's, there's different types of gypsies. There's Romanies, there's Irish tinkers. The, the people that move around the country, they're Irish tinkers. Yes, they do leave a mess. Yes, they are a little bit disruptive. I understand that. I'm a traveller. I live in a house, right? I've lived in a house for the past, well, I suppose, 15 years now. I've got five children, yeah? Five children go to education. My eldest is going to university, yeah? But if you live I in live, a, Joe, live, if you live, live in a house... I live, I live my way. Right, we live our way. That's how we live. Yeah. Right? I, I grew up in a trailer. I grew up on a, on a travel site. But if Joe, if you live in a house, yeah, then can you still classify yourself as a traveller? Well, why not? What, what, how does it change? How does it change? How does it change the way I? Well, how does it, 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 it change me? It change me, doesn't it? Let, 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 so you me, so an Indian. Yeah. Yes. So in, an Indian yes. yeah, doesn't go to a mosque or none like that. They're Chinese religion. Well, many no, Pakistanis. No, but but just it's in the word traveller, isn't it? Because and well, I'll tell you how it changes. Because you're not travelling. It, no, it, it, no, it's crap. It's absolute rubbish. All right. Yeah? So, so tell it's me, rubbish. tell me why. Not, tell me why. Nothing. It's nothing to do with travelling. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We we are classed as travellers because we, we yeah we do travel. I used to travel. I suppose about six years ago. We used to go in a trade of about six, seven weeks around the country, But yeah? you don't anymore? No, no, and, I don't. And yet you can still cast yourself as travellers. I'm just curious. Oh, right. I'm not, having, right. I'm not having a me. pop, pop uh, Joe. I'm just, I'm just curious, OK? I'm, just... I'm, I'm a traveller, yeah. I'm a traveller. My, 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 my family travel. My, I've got family that still live in trailers, yeah? Yeah. I don't, we don't travel, yeah? The travel, yeah, you're, you know... You... <laughs> They're all as tinkers, yeah. Okay. They are well, messy. Can a couple, of, a couple not, of other you know things. What? That man has come on. That man has come on. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't got a clue what okay. he's talking about. Joe, a couple of other things have, have you've raised, if you if you don't mind pointing out. That gentleman there called you scum. Yeah. Your reaction was to basically say you and your mates would kick him in. Now, that's not... No, 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 no. I didn't say that, did I? You said to, to come and say it to a group of travellers and he wouldn't be able to leave, words to that effect. The implication he being that get, you would... He wouldn't get out of the gate. The implication... We would, we would, no, we would try to educate him. We're trying to educate oh, him. Oh, OK. The implication I perceived, and I think a lot of the listeners would no, have picked up, was, was violence. See, that's, the, that's the problem. See, that's the problem. Everyone's no. got a perception of travellers and gypsies. Joe. We're, we're violent. Hold it, hold it. We've got... No, Joe, yeah, Joe, it, Joe. No, no, Joe, I won't hold it because I want you. To, I want to pick up on something. You're, you're, you're being slightly disingenuous. You, you know that your implication that you meant wasn't that we would educate him. We're going to sit him down and make him watch a DVD. The implication was violence. You know that, and I'm not no, saying that not because you're a traveller. That was the implication in your language and in your tone. Listen, we have we do have ways of, of sorting things out. Yeah, we are we brought we're brought up. And what yeah. are those ways? We're brought up. We're brought up to fight. There yeah, we go. Thank you very box. much. So, so his accusation... In the old days, listen, listen, go back. Go no, back, Joe, go Joe, back, uh, Joe, go we're going to... Joe, Joe, we're, back, Joe we're having a conversation. You, uh, so his accusation that you're scum, to then be d- said, oh, well, you're thinking we're scum, well, we, d- we'll, we deal with things with violence. Yeah. That's not yeah. really helping change his perception, is it, Joe? Well... Yeah, but either coming on the coming on the radio and calling us what so why so why happen if he'd come on the radio and call an Asian man a khaki or something or scum? Right, just, what just, just just what just watch, watch the language a little bit. What I'm saying is his accusation that you are scum by retaliating by offering to sort it out with violence that isn't going to change the perception, is no, it? No, it's not. It's no, not. You're right. You're, no, right. you're right. Okay, good. I'm glad we've got that. Now you mentioned Irish tinkers, uh, yeah. so there's, there is a differentiation between yeah. different types of travellers. So what's your opinion of Irish tinkers. My opinion, 
Well, yeah, they, they travel around the country, and uh, listen, we all know what they're like. But well, I, I don't, I don't, Joe, so tell me, are, are they scum? Listen, they're not, no, they're not scum. They're not scum. They're, they're, they're not scum. They're, they're different to Romanies. They're not Roman gypsies. They're Be- better or worse? Better? Worse. Be- they're worse than Roman gypsies. Worse. Why are they worse than Roman gypsies? Because they pull up wherever they want to pull up, yeah? They do make a mess, yeah? They'll feed from your socks, your houses. Right. All sorts, yeah. That's what it, I know what he's... That's what it, But what he's... Listen, what he's on different phrases, if you build a site, yeah, yeah and you have settled travellers, right. settled, yeah, which is what I am, a settled traveller, yeah, that's the difference between Joe. us and tinkers. Okay, you made that point. Now, can I just highlight something that you may not have noticed? You have done, with slightly less incendiary language, language you have done exactly... What that fella has done to travellers as a whole, you've done that towards Irish tinkers by saying they're worse than you and by um, then listing a load of stereotypes. But did I, did I call them scum? No, but you said, no. They, you said they are worse than you. Yeah. I said your language wasn't as incendiary. Yeah. You said they're worse than you and then you listed a load of stereotypes. But and what you're, he, you're, but you're, what you're, he's done... You're, you're accusing he, that chap of, of uh, looking at stereotypes. Are you not doing yeah. the same thing? But what he's talking about, yeah, what he's talking about is he's, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, he's just talking... And you do. Gypsies and travellers. Yeah, I do, yeah. I'm a settled I'm a, I'm a settled traveller. I'm a settled, yeah. Tinkers, I think it's work. They move around the country. They make all sorts of mess, yeah. Joe, that you're is, just... That's Joe, not us. That's Joe, not us. You're doing, you're doing so exactly what... Here, you're doing... that man there, he's tying us with the same broom. I'm trying to say to you. His brother, the same is tying with there. the same brush. You're do- Joe, you're doing what that gentleman is also doing. You are making generalisations about an entire section of the community. And not you've a, got angry about that. And so now I'm going to get a load of now I'm going to get a load of Irish tinkers phoning up saying, well, well that yes, Joe in Milton Keynes doesn't know what he's talking about. You won't get the Irish tinkers ringing up because they've got no phones. Irish tinkers have got no phones. Mm, trust me. And, uh, and you don't think that that's a sweeping generalisation? Of course it is, yeah. Of course it is. I know what so, I'm talking about. Okay. So, but Joe, can you not see... That chap thinks he knows what he's talking about. You think you know no. what you're talking about. I, I do know. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm a settled That's the difference. I'm a OK, we're going around in circles. Thank you. This is going to get complicated, I feel, as the traveller community falls into different categories and they all start having a go at each other. I just think we have to be careful. It's odd, isn't it? You, you get branded as scum... So the, the way to prove that you're not scum is to offer someone a, a, a good sound thrashing. Well, that doesn't necessarily help, and I think we agreed on that point. Uh, but what Joe was doing there towards Irish tinkers is what the chap that Justin spoke to was doing to all travellers. Irish tinkers don't have phones. Irish tinkers are worse than, than uh, Romany travellers. Irish tinkers, were, they're the ones that leave rubbish and they thieve. This is going to be complicated. I'm going to need your help on this this morning. 08459 455 555. We're treading the uh, always complicated uh, story about travellers and gypsies and Romanies and tinkers and all those kinds of things. To remind you why we're talking about this, it's because discussions will resume today over the future of council-run gypsy and traveller sites in central Bedfordshire. Okay, That's the, the main thrust of what we're talking about. Already it's descending into a, a, a slight tit for tat. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. When you hear something like this, a gentleman talking to Justin Dealey about travellers. Basically, I'm going to use the words that, that the politicians won't use. They're basically scum. 
They're going to drag this area down to their level. They won't, pr- they won't produce anything for this area. And all that's going to happen is our standard of life is going to be dragged down to their level. What do you feel? What do you think when you hear something like that? This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the travel with Alice. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 at Junction 1 for Staples Corner, we've got reports that the traffic lights aren't working on the North Circular. And the N25 anti-clockwise has a lane closed at Junction 27 for the M11 entry slip road after an accident. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Gloss at BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 6.30, I'm Jane Killick. The location of travellers' sites in central Bedfordshire is being discussed at a meeting this afternoon. They include two controversial new sites in barton le Clay. Hospitals in England are spending millions of pounds on temporary staff because of the shortage of doctors in accident and emergency units. New figures show the cost of locums has increased by 60% since 2009. The new chairman of HS2 officially begins his job today. Sir David Higgins says the project can help rebalance the economic geography of the country. The weather becoming dry and sunny with light winds and a high of 6 Celsius. On to sport and in football, Arsenal have returned to the top of the Premier League after a 2-1 win over Aston Villa at Villa Park. MK Dons replay their FA Cup third round tie against Wigan tonight. The Dons will be without lone striker Chris Long, who's ineligible to play. Manager Carl Robinson feels the Wigan sides his team will face at Stadium MK will be stronger than in the original tie. They'll come here, but they're probably a little bit more respectful than what maybe shown them shoulders in, in the first game. Watson will be back in, Powell will be in. So obviously they'll be stronger than the team that we faced up at, uh, up at the stadium. It'll definitely strengthen. They'll be a better team here than what they were at the home game for them. Watford also replay their third round FA Cup tie against Bristol City. Alman Abdi could feature on the bench for the Hornets. Manager Beppe Sanino says the FA Cup is extremely important to the club. This moment is everything for us because it's the nearest game that we have to play and because I, I think that it's a, it's a competition that we have to face uh, with a good spirit. In League One, Stevenage play tonight at home to Swindon. The borough are still rooted to the foot of the table, but manager Graham Wesley says three home games in a row in the league gives them a good chance to pick up points. We're back at home, which is a is a real positive. It's been uh, it's been tough keep playing all these away games. Um, everybody knows it's tough to, tough to travel. Everybody knows that you know home advantage is exactly that. And in the FA Trophy, Luton replay their tie against Cambridge at Canalworth Road. The winner will be away to Eastleigh in the quarter-finals. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. I'll be back with a full bulletin at seven. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, it's kicking off already, isn't it? So, gypsies are scum. The lowest of the low. That's according to one chap who spoke to Justin Dealey, who does not want a gypsy traveller site near where he lives. Well, we just said Joe from Milton Keynes, who's a Romany traveller, although he doesn't travel anymore. Can you still, I'm surprised you can still be called a traveller, even if you live in a house and have done for 15 years. Anyway, uh, and he um, was so offended by uh, the comments that he was scum that he offered to, um, well, to sort the chap out. 
And then he had a go at Irish Tinkers. 08459 455 555 is the phone number. Thoughts on this, please?
08459 455 555. Now, when you hear the words retirement village, be honest, you think of some elderly people sitting in lonely rooms with red pull cords hanging from the ceiling. Well, that's not the sort of facility the Extra Care Charitable Trust was planning for the Wixoms. If you saw the BBC documentary Silverville a couple of years ago, you'll have seen Lovett Fields in Milton Keynes. Well, it's run by the same people. We're talking 230 beds, cafe, bar, gym, greenhouse, IT suite. Basically, it's a static cruise ship. However, my next guest has reservations, parish councillor Tony Hare. Morning, Tony. Good morning. Tony, why are you against the plans? <laughs> because, as you just said, it's massive, great, huge place. And it's, in, it's actually in the boundary of Elstow. Elstow is a small little village. And it's just massive. I mean, the main area is six storeys high. And we're not, we're a little village here with two stories being almost the maximum. And it is just massive. Well, how, how, when you, you say it's in the boundaries, how close is it to the village? To, to the village, it's in, within this Elstow parish boundary. So, so how, well, so what, you'll be able to see it? I don't quite, still can't quite understand what your problem is. It's well, tall? You'll be able to miss it because it's on a flat area of land anyway. Yeah, you'll see it for miles around. It'll be the one thing you see as you drive down the A6 from the A42. And why is that a problem? Because it, well, it's so big, it's huge, it's totally out of all recognition as, as to the how this village is. It is. It's, it's a small village, it's a, it's a very old village, it's got a lot of ancient history to it, uh, but this is massive. It's far, far... Is, is it not... I thought it was labelled as part of the Wixoms. Well, they may well label it as part of the Wixom because it, that is down the south of the village area. We we actually our boundary connects with the Wixoms. Okay, so it's part. So it is part of the Wixoms, which is a growing area. <laughs> it's, all right, it's a growing area, but this is not, it's not growing as big. This is very very big. Well, it, well, if if it's built, it will be growing as big as that, won't it? No, I don't understand I, why you'd I, object to a, to a retirement home for elderly people. I, I, I'm really I struggling, apart from the size, which I don't quite understand the problem with. Well, well, I can't I, see why I, you're upset. I don't, ob- I don't object to the to the retirement home at Just all. Just not near you. And that's not a case of near me. It's a case of the size of it. It's very, very big. It's very, very high. It really is huge. So that's your only objection is the height of it. The height of it and lots of other silly things. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. Like so lack we let's let's parking for a kickoff. Let's start with the height. So we've got the height out of the way. You don't like the height. So lack of parking is a problem as well, is it? Uh, yes, uh, a shadow of a doubt. It's, it's, it's not two hundred and thirty beds. It's two hundred and thirty apartments, which could easily be some four hundred beds. Right. And you've got a hundred odd people working there in different areas of it: the bar, the restaurant, the whatever. Lots of other lots of other shops. It's like a village shop area. Yeah. And you're finished. Oh, it sounds magnificent, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it sound wonderful? When you retire, Tony, wouldn't you want to move somewhere like this? No way. No way you don't want to live like that. It's crazy, living on a, living on a, a cruise ship in the middle of nowhere. But the, if these people want to live here, the land's up for development, Tony, so it, it's better that than, I don't know, a, a, an industrial estate or something, isn't it? Well, to be honest with you, that's, that is another um, problem I've got. Ah. The, the land originally was going to be set aside for water retention because ah. when the Wixoms is built, yeah. you're going to need somewhere for all the water runoff, the surface water, to run to, and that was the area that was put aside for it. Now, all of a sudden, in the last eight or nine years, it's been changed for... Industrial, and now they want to change it to um, a living area and housing area. So you don't want anything there? No, not on that particular patch, to be honest. So it is nimbyism? It isn't what? No, it's not nimbyism at all. It's common sensism. Well, it's, it's, it's also unrealisticism. How is it unrealistic? Because something's going to get built there, whether you like it or not. Well, 
Well, we, we need to sort out, first of all, why, why it is that that was set aside originally. At the moment, it's a big lake. We have, as you know, I'm sure, uh, a problem with floods at the moment. And that was set aside precisely for that. The other side of the road, there's a huge lake which has also been set aside to retain water. So it's not as though it's an area which is you know, ideal for building on anyway. Okay, but they've obviously deemed that it's acceptable. To build yes, on. yeah. So, are you, uh, Tony? It, 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 permission to speak freely, sir. It sounds slightly. I can hear the sound of st- straws being clutched at. You're, you're worried about the height, or maybe parking. Oh, hang on, now I'm worried about the floods. W- w- what is it you're worried things about? Things have got to be taken into account. You certainly can't just ignore them. Only an idiot would do that. I mean, the, the thing is, out of all context with the village, out of all context with this area, which is Elstow, out of all context for usage by, by, by the parking and things like that. And as I've just said to you, that area was always set aside. I mean, I've got a big photograph of it in front of me now. Mm, wonderful. It was always, yeah, it was always set aside for, um, for, for surface water runoff. So what's the next stage, Tony? What happens next? They need to see whether one is feasible, given the, the things I've just said. And how will you um, uh, let them know it's not feasible, it's unfeasible? Well, they, they, they realise that I'm not happy with it. Not just me. Right. Quite a lot of people in the area are not happy with it either. Okay, so they realise that Tony Hare, uh, parish councillor, is unhappy with it. Are they listening to that? Hopefully. They've certainly been listening. They know that I'm not happy with it. They know that we're all not happy with it. They're not going to stop, with the greatest of respect, a multi-million pound development because of you, are they, Tony? Well, possibly not, but at the same time, it must be right that if people are not happy with it, we need to make our voice known. Of course. Uh, Tony, listen, nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Parish councillor, Tony Hare. I think it sounds wonderful. Then again, I don't live there, so maybe it's different. If you live in that area, what do you think? Oh, wait, four five nine four double five five double five. Dennis is in Dunstable. Morning, Dennis. Good morning, Ian. Dennis, what have you called in about? Oh, various I'm things. I'm scared the gypsies, to ask. Gypsies, and also this gentleman now is on about water retention. Oh, yeah. Well, believe you me, we old folks have a hell of a job retaining water, so that seems to me there you the go, best you place see. to go. Well done. You that, got it in Honestly, there. it's... What? what? Why did, what's wrong with these people? He doesn't like the height, and he's worried about floods. I'd be worried about floods if I lived in an area. Well, we won't be <laughs> in an area. <laughs> if I lived in an area. I think I do live in an area somewhere, yes. Yeah, but we wouldn't flood it. We might retain water, but we wouldn't be flooding the place. Okay. Honestly, no, I... I oh, dear God. Now, right. calm down. You I, do yourself a mischief. Right. Now then, first of all, can I say something? Just say congratulations to me. Please. Um. I, I can't. Kelly, hang, hang, hang on a second. Kelly, could you say congratulations to Dennis, please? Congratulations, Dennis. Thank you very much. That was the fact that I found out yesterday I'm becoming a great-grandfather. Hey! Fifth time. Oh, in that case, I'll say congratulations. <laughs> well done. That's fantastic news, Dennis. Right, thank you. When, 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 when? Well, it looks as though it might be round about my birthday at the end of May. Oh, super. So I've got to hang on. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't. Yes, you've got to be here for that, for goodness <laughs> sakes. Anyway. Well j- done. J- Yes. The only two sessions I've ever had with gypsies was just by Sains, where Sainsbury's is now, uh, where the old railway line used to be going into Luton. Yes. There's a bridge there. Just under the bridge, there was a real Romany there. He had a proper van with a rounded top, horse-drawn. Him and his wife, and I think it was about three or four children, lived there. And he, I stopped once or twice, because he was a nice bloke. The kids were very, very, uh, very cheerful and pleasant and he kept his sight absolutely scrupulously clean he went away he, he then said to me some time later he was moving away because he was a true gypsy he'd lived in a caravan all his life and he thought that the travelers 
and Irish tinkers will ruin his, his reputation. So he moved away. God knows where he went, but he moved. He wouldn't stay there because they'd started to use it as a site under there for travellers. So that was it. The only other time I had anything to do with him was my son parked his van outside uh, L&D while he went to visit someone, and, and somebody took the ladder off his top of his car. Well, it was marked, and finally the police found it up in a, a, side, a, a roadside site. I don't think it was an official site. Uh, up near Whipsnade, and you got his ladder back. Well, that's the only... T- but you can't call them scum. I mean, why? I mean, I live in a private house. Do I call the people down in the council estate scum? No, I don't, because my wife was born into a, t- a council estate. Dennis, thank you very much. Oh, 08459 Congratulations on your good news as well. So what do you think? The gentleman that we had speaking to Justin, I'll play it a bit later on, uh, calling gypsies scum. Well, what do you think when you hear things like that? If you took the word gypsy out and replaced it with Asian or black or Chinese, well, there'd be, uh, we'd be in a hell mess, wouldn't we? Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. We've got reports that the traffic lights aren't working on the North Circular at the M1 Junction 1, that's Staples Corner. And in Boreham Wood, the A1 slow going southbound between Stirling Corner and the Watford Bypass. Looking on the speed sensors, the A1M southbound starting to look busy around Junction 7 for Stevenage. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Gloss at BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice. 6.46, it's Tuesday the 14th of January. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A discussion on where to put traveller sites in central Bedfordshire takes place today. Hospital trusts are spending 60% more on hiring temporary doctors to work in accident and emergency. In football, Arsenal have returned to the top of the Premier League after a 2-1 win over Aston Villa at Villa Park. Coming up... The great vegetarian debate. Ah, oh, man, 25 years of veggie, and I'm kind of considering, and I use that word, considering, maybe not. Maybe eating some meat. We'll find out more after the weather with Kate. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. Well, some of us have a weather warning affecting us this morning. The Met Office issued one yesterday for ice. We had some rain overnight and a late drop in temperature. The cloud and rain has moved eastwards and behind it the skies have cleared. So the temperatures dropped quite late on and therefore formed a little bit of ice, maybe a bit of frost on your windscreen. But for some places, the more rural locations perhaps where the roads are not treated, we could have some ice out there on surfaces as well. So it's something to watch out for. That warning is valid until 10 o'clock this morning, particularly for parts of Buckinghamshire, Bedfordshire and parts of Hertfordshire as well. So all three counties covered in that. Now this means that it is a bright start, if a little chilly for most of us. We've got some clearer skies, so the sun will come out and the sunshine should in fact stay for much of the day. Light winds as well, but the temperature is the thing that is going to struggle. We're looking at a maximum of possibly six, maybe seven Celsius. So feeling chillier certainly than it did yesterday. Now once the sun, uh, sun sets later on tonight, we're going to have 
quite a quick drop in temperature. The temperature's going to drop down to its lowest, probably around 2 or 3 Celsius, quite early on for the first part of the night. But then the introduction of some cloud means the temperature will actually rise as we head further through. We'll also see some rain arrive as well, coming in from the west through the course of the night. It's going to hang around tomorrow morning as well, and with it, a strengthening southwesterly breeze, introducing some milder air. So by dawn tomorrow morning, the temperature's likely to be around 5, 6, maybe more Celsius. So actually getting warmer overnight. But it does mean drizzle around still tomorrow morning, dry tomorrow afternoon, but it will feel mild. at maximum temperature for Wednesday, 11 Celsius. That's your forecast. There don't seem to be any trails in my computer system. All there is is an Ollie Murs song. Incredible. We got our eyes wide open, feeling like we're almost there. Words unspoken, disappearing in the air. All I see is you and I. You're the only lifeline that I need tonight. I'm letting go.
Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio, 08459 555 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can also go to facebook.com forward slash bbc3cr or you can send me a text, uh, 81333. Start your text 3CR. We'll be talking more about uh, uh, gypsies. Justin, the, the, the reason we're talking about this, let's set this up. There is, there is a story behind this somewhere. We're not just doing this as a sensationalist kind of old nonsense. The, the story is that discussions will resume today over the future of council-run gypsy and traveller sites in central Bedfordshire. Plans to build or enlarge seven sites across the patch have been bubbling away for a while as have local ejections. But it looks like th- 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 things are going to happen. Things have to happen. Well, Justin Dealey went out to get the opinions of some people living in this area. This is what one chap had to say when he was asked about gypsies. Basically, I'm going to use the words that that the politicians won't use. They're basically scum. They're going to drag this area down to their level. They won't won't produce anything for this area. And all that's going to happen is our standard of life is going to be dragged down to their level. Okay, so that was the chap speaking to Justin. We then had a caller to the show. Uh, I think it was Joe, wasn't it, in uh, Milton Keynes, who's a traveller. Although he's lived in a house for 15 years. He then started to talk about Irish tinkers and how they were different to him because he's a Romani traveller. They're different to Romani. They're Romani gypsies. They're better or worse? Better? Worse. They're worse than Romani gypsies. Why are they worse than Romani gypsies? Because they pull up wherever they want to pull up, yeah? They do make a mess, yeah? They'll feed from his shops, their houses, all sorts, yeah? That's what it is. I know what he's... That's what But what he's... Listen, what he's on different is... If you build a site, yeah, yeah and you have settled travellers, right. settled, yeah, which is what I am, a settled traveller, yeah, that's a difference between Joe. us and Tinkers. It gets very confusing. Chris is in Farley Hill. Morning, Chris. Good, good morning. Chris, what would you like to say? Well, I'll go back to before when I was little, uh, before the Romans, we were told, don't go near the gypsies, they kidnap you. It was sort of fairy tales. But you see, I said that lady... We know, we know, can I get, we, we, we know that's nonsense, don't we? Well, yeah, we were told, but they were proud people, you know that. And you can rent one of them. But the thing is, every we've got problems. You can't just say, I don't want that problem. It's got to be dealt with. You've got something's got to happen here because we've got a problem. You can't just say, I don't want to know and ignore it. So, what, what, what are you I, saying, Chris? Are you saying I, that these, these traveller sites that the council are proposing well, yeah, are the solution? You see, up Stockwood here, up Stockwood, they've camped over there, they've broken in there, they've got new padlocks, and they've done it in Limby Meebra. Well, hang on. Who's, who's broken in? The, the Tinkers. Now, are they are they Irish tinkers or Romani well, travellers? We, we don't know exactly, but they're, they're not supposed to be there. That's that's you know. But they 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 you know. I think if they've got a permanent site, I think they can apply for benefit. I think that's what it is. If they've got a permanent address, I'm not quite sure. You see, you can't apply for benefit without a permanent address. Right. So I think, if I stopped him when I was caught in there, with a nice site up there. They, nobody's terrible and horrible, are they? When you, when you hear that chap who was speaking to Justin yeah. Dealey, and he said that gypsies, yeah. travellers, yeah. are basically scum. Well, that's, that's, that's not right, is it? That's not, is he perfect, is he? Well, you can't generalise like that. Chris, thank you very much indeed. 08459 455 555. When you hear someone like that saying, gypsies, they're, they're basically scum, how does that make you feel? Is it racist? It is, isn't it? You have a date for your best day tonight Some distant bell starts chiming now You wanna see her You wanna see her 
The time rolls on, those minutes fly by You wanna go, but just to try, guy You wanna see her, you wanna see her, oh yeah So you wait, you wait and wait Girl, don't come You've been stood up, tears filled Some distant bell starts chiming now You wanna see her You wanna see her Oh yeah So you wait You wait and wait Girl don't come You've been stood up Tears fill your eyes Oh You heard shoes did she sandy shaw and that none of them were wearing shoes at the um what was it the grammys the, the oscars the golden globes the baftas the brits what was going on last night the emmys one of those and they're all taking their shoes off there what i don't like you know quite often you'll see women on their way home from work in the office particularly in london and they'll have switched from their their stilettos like heels into trainers that i can kind of dick i can kind of understand it because oh, you girls it kills. wear it's a killer walking around london in heels girls i can understand but then you sometimes see blokes doing it. Oh, really? You see, you see blokes who've, who've done their day's work, so they've taken off their, their work shoes and they've put trainers on. No man's shoe. Yes, if you've got a new pair of shoes, you'll get a blister. They can be, they can, uh, be slightly rubbing. But no man's shoe is so painful, you have to change into another shoe for the journey home. It's a mystery. Kelly, could you type just a little bit quieter, please? Yes. Thank they've you They've been very to the much. gym and they put track slacks on. They're just wearing suits and trainers, is that right? Just wearing suits and trainers. You could just close my mic. OK, good idea. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M40 northbound is partially blocked at Junction 8 for Oxford because of an accident. Queues on the exit slip road there. The M1 London bound, heavy going between Junction 9 for Redbourne and 7 for Hemel Hempstead. The N25 anti-clockwise slow going between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much indeed, Alice. Right, so, gypsies, they're basically scum. That's according to one person who spoke to Justin Dealey. What do you think when you hear that? If you're a traveller... Let me know. And would you want a gypsy traveller site near you? Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 
seven o'clock, I'm Jane Killick. For headlines, traveller sites for Bedfordshire discussed today. £83 million spent on temporary doctors for A&E and warning about floods in South Buckinghamshire. BBC Three Counties Radio. The location of traveller sites in Bedfordshire is being discussed at a meeting this afternoon. Central Bedfordshire Council is trying to decide where to put new reservations. Among the most controversial are plans to have two sites in barton le Clay. Hospitals spent £83 million last year on temporary doctors to staff A&E. Figures released by the Labour Party reveal the bills increased by 60% since 2009. Jane Draper reports. These figures show many NHS hospitals in England are spending increasing amounts of money on temporary doctors to staff their emergency departments. Labour's Shadow Health Secretary Andy Burnham claimed the costs were spiralling out of control. Plans were announced last month to create extra training places for junior doctors in A&E over the next three years. The new chairman of HS2 officially begins his job today. The appointment of Sir David Higgins last September was viewed as a clear sign the government sticking to its plans for the controversial high-speed rail line through Buckinghamshire, which is due to cost £43 billion. Sir David says the project can help rebalance the economic geography of the country. People in South Buckinghamshire are being advised to steer clear of flooded areas after children were seen playing in floodwater. The River Thames through Marlow is still well above normal levels for this time of year and some properties are flooded. Steve Wells from Buckinghamshire Fire and Rescue says adults are just as much in danger. A lot of the uh, the water levels may perceive to be quite shallow and obviously um, moving quite slowly. However, you know... If people drive through flooded roads, what they can find themselves very quickly is become stranded. The trial of Dave Lee Travis is due to begin today. The former Radio 1 and Three Counties radio presenter is accused of a series of indecent assaults and one sexual assault. The allegations against the 68-year-old who was living in Buckinghamshire at the time of his arrest date from 1976 to 2008. Plans for the proposed Watford Health Campus have gone on public display. The multi-million pound redevelopment of land near the football ground is out for public consultation. The Mayor of Watford, Dorothy Thornhill, says it's important everyone has a say. We want people who work in Watford, uh, people who live in Watford, to actually engage with us. You know, what we're actually saying is, does this look okay? What do you think the problems might be? And what if we've missed out? I bet you somebody will come up with something and we think, yep, got it, can we provide that? In football, there are three replays tonight. The MK Dons are at home to Wigan and Watford take on Bristol City in the FA Cup third round. In the FA Trophy, Luton are at home to Cambridge. And in League One, Stevenage Borough welcomes Swindon. The weather becoming dry and sunny in light winds but feeling cold with a high of 6 Celsius. And get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash counties. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's three minutes past seven. Wowzers. The first hour has just shot by, hasn't it? Lots to talk about now, though, including discussions resume later over the future of gypsy and traveller sites in central Bedfordshire. The council's plans to expand existing sites or create new ones are ruffling feathers across the patch. But surely people living on a council-run site are less likely to cause the sorts of problems we see when travellers pitch up on fields and laybys. We've already had one chap called Traveller's Scum. We had a Romany traveller say that Irish tinkers were worse than him and that they, they're the ones that do the thieving and leaving the rubbish. 
What do you think? 08459 We'll all grow old if we're lucky, and later on in the show, I'll be talking to the man behind controversial plans for a retirement home. It's massive. And also, what songs do you work out to? Men like to work out to Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Women like to work out to Lady Gaga and Rihanna. Our fitness guru, the green god himself, Justin Dealey, will be out and about asking people in beds, hearts and bucks what they think. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. You can send me a text, 81333. Start your text, 3CR, to make sure it gets it. Or, this is the best way, and the phone's been very busy this morning. I have two lines free now. 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Ah, yes, 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 it is. Now, discussions will resume today over the future of council-run gypsy and traveller sites in central Bedfordshire. It's a story that we talk about from time to time here on BBC Three Counties Radio, and people get very passionate about it. Passionate, or do I mean angry? Plans to build or enlarge seven sites across the patch have been bubbling away for a while, as have local objections, which range from fear of increased crime to pressure on school places and the erosion of the Greenbelt. Well, earlier we heard some particularly hostile views from Barton, where a new site is set to be built and one just across the A6 in Pullock's Hill uh, will expand. Morning, Justin. You've been out talking to people. Remind us what they had to say about this. Well, uh, Ian, uh, not one person I spoke to wants this site. Uh, These views you're about to hear now are very extreme. Here's what people in Barton had to say. Basically, I'm going to use the words that, that the politicians won't use. They're basically scum. They're going to drag this area down to their level. They won't, pr- they won't produce anything for this area. And all that's going to happen is our standard of life is going to be dragged down to their level. When they abide by the rules of society like I have to and send my children to proper schools for the full term they're entitled to go, they're, they're, they're uh, expected to go to school, when they pay their taxes, like I've always paid my taxes throughout my life, then I'll retract my views. But they don't abide by the, the general rules of... Every single traveller. Every single traveller. I have everyone. Uh, look, I, I haven't met every single traveller, but I have to make a generalisation. I have no alternative because I haven't met individual travellers that have ever come up to my expectations of, of running a, a decent, uh, full life like we, most of us do. I think it's disgraceful. I've got to be careful what I say, and I just be honest. Well, you know what gypsies are like, boy. What are they like then? <laughs> well, they're not very nice people. Put it that way. You're talking from experience? Well, I had a shop, and uh, we used to get to come into our shop, and you have to wash them. That's a nick stuff. You know, they make a mess, they leave a mess. And you've seen and that first hand, have you? I've seen it on the television enough times. So you're basing your argument that you don't want travellers here based on you having to keep an eye on a few travellers in your shop because they might have stole something, and what you've seen on TV? Yeah. Barton people don't deserve that deserve what they're going to get. They don't deserve it. Oh my god, they've already got one, so they don't need any more. <laughs> they cause enough trouble as it is. What sort of trouble are they causing then? Oh, I wouldn't want to go into it, but... Well, can you give me just one example? They're not very polite. <laughs> they're not very nice. They can be horrible sometimes, so... So all the travellers you've met have been horrible yeah. people? <laughs> they just can be rude. Very, very rude. 
Gosh, Justin, thank you for that. We'll speak to you a little bit later on in the show on, on something a little bit lighter, hopefully. Well, in a moment, we'll be speaking to Traveller spokesman uh, Cliff Cadona. But first, let's speak to James Knight from the Barton Residence Action Group. Morning, James. Yes, good morning, Ian. How are you today? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you, James. Y- you've heard the voices there. Is that how you feel? No. <laughs> no, we don't feel that way at all. Tell me your objections. Well, I feel the way that they, it's been presented is more personally attacking uh, uh, gypsies and travelers, and I don't think that's the issue at all. I think that the the issue is the fact that we're dealing with some elected officials here on the, on the council that are saying one thing and doing another. Uh, they say that they're listening uh, that they want to talk through possible changes and, and um, public consultations and uh, that they are interested in green belt. And, in fact, they're not demonstrating any of those things. And, in fact, they say they're gener- interested so, in... So, in James, is your, is, your, is your problem with the council or is it the fact that, they, that there's talk of expanding and building new traveller sites? You mentioned the fact that it is a very emotional subject, which is true. But part of the reason it's so emotional is because it's so logically, it's so illogical. And the fact is, the council has take has made the wrong choice as where they want to put a gypsy and traveler site. Okay, so what's the right choice? The right choice is to find places that number one are not green belt, to find places that are not productive farmland, to find brownfield sites and sites that are more appropriate, and, and sites that are not near you, and sites also that are not. Uh, crossing the uh, uh, busy highway in order for families to get to school. It does sound like nimbyism, James. You're, you're, hey, listen, I'm all for the, the gypsy sites. Just don't, please don't put them anywhere near and us. I say, though, start with the council. Out of all the members on the council, not uh, they selected all sites that were a minimum of 12 miles from where they live personally. The reason that Barton was selected is because there are no conservative representatives in Barton, and the conservatives are uh, trying to protect where they live. Therefore, well, and you're trying to protect where you, where you live. Well, uh, ca- can I say, though, if you look at it, this is a situation where everybody deserves a right to live uh, in, a, in, a, in an area that's safe, James, and they James, the wrong uh, place. So you're saying that it wouldn't be safe if, tra- if gypsies lived there? It wouldn't be safe, but it's not safe for them. Why? What would happen? First of all, if you, if you go to bartonleclay.net, Ian, you'll see a series of videos showing the actual location as to what okay. they, where they've selected Why wouldn't it. it be safe for them? Because of the fact that you've got families asking families to cross a busy highway. They'll put in some traffic lights. Next. Pardon me? They'll put in some traffic lights. They'll, they'll, they'll sort it out. So don't be concerned. You, you, no, you're concerned for the gypsy. I know what you, I understand. You're trying to get everybody stirred up about particular No, James, issues. I'm trying to understand w- w- exactly what your issue is. It, and it what sounds the, like what, nimbyism. What the issue is is this. Over 3,000 Barton residents signed a don't petition. Don't want gypsies near them. And that's it. But when you admit that, and all this nonsense about salamanders and all the council and all of that, the, the, the issue is, James, you don't want gypsies near you, isn't it? You know, um, uh, this this is an issue where there are uh, many many people feel very uh, have very strong uh, positions on this, and the residents in Barton also have very strong issues on it, and it can't be capitalized in uh, just a few minutes. 
conversation. Okay, but it does, it does seem you're dodging the statement that you don't no, want Gypsy no, New. Let me go to Cliff. Let me go, James. Let me just go to Cliff Cadona. Cliff is a traveller spokesman, former resident of Hatch in Berkshire. Cliff, when you hear attitudes uh, like James, what do you think? Um, well, some of the statements he, he has made is pretty truthful because my own son has tried this year to put at least 10 bits of different land up to the council to try to make a small site for his family. And unfortunately, um, the argument he's had back every time is it's not in the right area, it's near the green belt, it's not near the right um, bit, it has to be brown built land. Well, the, the, the so. land that's being proposed here is in the green belt. Yeah, well, the problem is, um, like he, he said to them, he said, well, the land you want me to find, he said, that any developer is going to buy to build houses on. So if we can only find brown belt land to actually put a site on, we are never going to be able to out buy the developers because of the price of houses now. People, we hear this often, Cliff, that people don't want traveller sites near them, for, for whatever reasons. And, and, and James is there is expressing concern over the safety for the traveller families. Uh, we always hear arguments about the, uh, um, the, the environment, the, the, the strain on, on local resources. Uh, does it really boil down to, to, Cliff, the fact people don't want travellers near them? Well, as you know, I've, I have personally lived through this most of my lifetime. And, you know, if we just specifically talk about the Bedfordshire area, we won't bring none of the rest of the country into the picture. You've got now two full generations have got nowhere to live. Some of their grandparents have got somewhere to live, but their mothers and fathers are still looking for somewhere. And their children, and now the grandchildren of Bedfordshire, um, where people went to school there, some of the mother and fathers have got somewhere to live and they pay their taxes and some of them own their own sites even. But their kids have got nowhere to live now. Now we're talking about Bedfordshire people here, are they not allowed to live in Bedfordshire? What would you say to James and, and uh, his, uh, his group? Well, I, f- I do feel sorry for them that the ca- it seems like the council's dropping it on their toes. But I do feel it's time that everybody has to realise you have to have a gypsy living next door. James? Yes. Yes. Um, what, what we're talking about here is uh, having a council work with the community and help us make choices that are sound and logical, and this is not a logical choice for them. James, where does your campaign go from here? Well, the, the act, there's a meeting on the, on the 14th, which is today, uh, another one uh, the, the 21st, and what we're, our hope is is that uh, that the counselors will actually start listening to uh, what the to the voice of the people, and uh, quite frankly, that's part of the frustration. It's it's like they've been going through the motions of it, but not actually listening at all. They're doing just. And do you think they will listen? Well, it's my sincere hope because I'm really quite disappointed in them, to be very honest. Uh, I've, I've sat through all of the council meetings on this particular subject over the last year, and there were some very strong, logical arguments presented in front of them and reasons as to why they've made the wrong choice. 
and yet they're all they seem to do is to be concerned about voting along party lines rather than actually uh, representing the community. James, listen, we'll speak to you again in the future, no doubt. Thank you very much. Uh, James Knight from the Barton Residence Action Group. Uh, Cliff, if you wouldn't mind, if you could just stay on the line for a couple of minutes, I'd, I'd like to play you a couple of clips uh, after the news, but I've got to go to the travel, so bear with me a second. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M40 northbound, the entry slip road is blocked at Junction 8 for Oxford after an accident. Traffic is stationary there. The M1 London bound, heavy going between 9 for Redbourne and 7 for Hemel Hempstead. The N25 anti-clockwise, slow going between 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford. Also struggling between 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice. 7.16, it's Tuesday the 14th of January, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A discussion on where to put traveller sites in central Bedfordshire takes place today. A planned retirement village at the Wixoms near Bedford is being accused of being too big. In football, Arsenal have returned to the top of the Premier League after a 2-1 win over Aston Villa. The weather becoming dry and brighter today with a high of 6 Celsius. BBC Three Counties Radio. Four five nine four double five five double five. BBC Three Counties Radio. Okay, Cliff, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still. Uh, Speaking to Cliff Cadona, uh, traveller spokes uh, spokesperson. Now, Cliff, earlier on, uh, we sent our reporter Justin Daly to the site of where these um, uh, expansions or these new traveller sites might be built. Yeah. Now, uh, Justin asked a gentleman what he thought about gypsies and travellers. Have a listen to his reaction. Basically, I'm going to use the words that that the politicians won't use. They're basically scum. They're going to drag this area down to their level. They won't, pr- they won't produce anything for this area. And all that's going to happen is our standard of life is going to be dragged down to their level. What do you think when you hear things like that, Cliff? You, you can understand it was today's television and, you know, what we see on there of the a small minority of the community that people get terrified and worried and they think there's something terrible going to happen. But when you're talking about, you know, kids that's been in Bedfordshire school and, you know, a lot of them have got good educations now. They're waiting for somewhere to settle down, to get a job, to get employed, to go to university. It's a real shame that silliness is holding the whole job up up all the time. Between the council has not been able to decide in case they get voted out. And, you know, the whole process for me is a nightmare. You know, I mean, I've spent the best part of my lifetime on this trying to help councils and help people get to the right solution. Does it hurt, though, when people... Uh, and we had a few voices saying this, not quite a strong language, but a few voices saying you were scum, thieves, uh, a bad lot. That must hurt, mustn't it? Well, it, it can cut you to the bone, to be quite honest with you, but when you get so used to having this all of your lifetime, you know, we, we've learned just to, to laugh and smile when people call us something bad. You can't, you can't think bad of people every time they insult you because, you know, I mean, your life wouldn't be worth a living, would it? Cliff, I appreciate your time this morning. Cliff Cadona, our traveller spokesman. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. Give me your call, please. Ah, Tommy's in Milton Keynes. Morning, Tommy. Good morning there. Tommy, I'm told you're an Irish tinker. 
That's right. Well, you, you can't be calling us because according to, to Joe in Milton Keynes, who's a Romany traveller, you lot don't have any telephones. Well, my brother can be telephoned. I'm not sure where he got it from. So I don't know what Joe's on about. Hello? Tommy, is that the best Irish accent you can do? Yes, mate. Really? Yes. Do your real voice. Go on. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. What a poor effort. What a poor effort. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Linda. Morning, Linda. No, Linda's disappeared. We'll try and get Linda back. Linda seems to have vanished. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Can I just say? Oh, Linda, are you there? No, not on fade of three. Linda. Linda. Linda's disappeared. Linda. If you're going to do a prank call, you've got to you've got to go a lot better than that. I mean, really. So I used to do prank calls years and years ago. Maybe not as many years ago as I'd like to think it was. Uh, and you've, uh, you, yes, you may get through the first line of defence. You won't, you won't get past me. I'm good at this shizzle, right? I know what I'm doing. I can sniff a prank a mile off. Linda's on the line. Morning, Linda. Yes, hello. Good morning. I've not been listening very long, just a few minutes, and I just heard that bigot, that narrow-minded person who said that we was all scum. Well, you know, so you're a traveller, are you? I am, true, Brad. Now, what are you? Are you a Romany gypsy? Are you an Irish tinker? I'm a Romany gypsy. You're a Romany gypsy. Okay, yes. right. So, you, you, yes, we have had people saying scum, thieves, a bad lot. Yeah. How, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel sick to the stomach, but it also makes me realise that, you know what, dinosaurs are alive and well and they're actually phoning into this station. I'm 27. Some are working on it, I tell you. I'm, I'm 27, I can read and write, I've got a mortgage, I've got a good job, I've not got a criminal record, so what have I done wrong? Well, apparently you're all, you're all thieves, you're all up to no good, Linda, you just haven't been caught yet. You know what? That is absolute rubbish, and I feel sorry for his family because if his mum's listening to this or his brothers, I would personally be ashamed to be re- related to something like that. He's a dinosaur. He's ignorant. Why do you think people do have that attitude, Linda? I don't know. They they just this a whole race of people. Maybe they've hurt. There was a woman in my village, a postbox. Her letterbox went missing, and she said the gypsies took it. I said, "What makes you think that, love?" She said, well, they were spotted moving through the village three weeks ago. I said, so what, they come back in darkness and stole your wooden letterbox? But why would they want a letterbox? And she had to think about it. She said, oh, well, maybe I got it wrong then. So, Linda, sorry, are you settled now? I am, yes. But uh, this is what confuses me slightly, and maybe you can clarify this. How long have you been settled for? Two years. Two years, and yet you still call yourself a traveller, even though you're not travelling. How does that work? Well, you know what? If a puppy, if a dog has his puppies in a stable, it don't make them horses, does it? If you went to live on a gypsy caravan site, that doesn't make you a gypsy, does it? I was born a gypsy, and I'll die one. And I'm proud of it. To the dinosaurs out there, we're not all bad. Judge the individual, not the whole race. What made you decide to stop travelling? For the, well, people like him, bigots, coming by, throwing at the trailer, calling your names dumping rubbish wherever we was living, getting us the blame of it, and sitting back loving it. Blatantly, we took pictures of the gorgeous people coming down, dumping their rubbish. Pictures, there it is, took it to the council. Did they do anything about it? No. And is it not frustrating, being a traveller, that, you know, you're kind of stuck in one place? 
It is, yeah, it is, because our way of life has been took away from us. You get other people coming over from different countries, you know, and it's like they're used to having a mosque, you know, they're used to this in school, they're used to that in school, and everybody, quite rightly so, you know, they try and do their best to make the people welcome. We're not welcome. My father, my grandfather fought in the war. What did he fight for? We're, we're still not, you know, we're still not accepted. Hitler started his cutting his capers with the Jews and the gypsies, and we've been tortured ever since. Tortured. Uh, is, is it a form of racism, Linda? Of course it is. Of course it is. You know what? I go to work, I don't tell people I'm a gypsy for the simple reason is I wouldn't get a job. I wouldn't get a job because they don't judge me. No, the minute the minute they hear gypsy, forget it. Linda, I appreciate your time this morning. Oh, 08459 four double five five double five. There you go. You're a dinosaur. If you think they're scum and thieves, you're a dinosaur. Very well rationed. Uh, a, a rational, reasoned argument put forward there by Linda. Really keen to get your stories on this this morning. And it's weird, isn't it? Gypsies are a race of people. I remember years ago, I'm going to use a word uh, in a minute. Years ago, we used to do a late night comedy programme and uh, it, it was about, it would have been about 12 years ago, 13 years ago, we were told, you can't use the word, I'm going to say it once, Gippo. You couldn't use that word. It, uh, it, it, it has changed... Um, it's meaning and it's become as offensive as the P word and the M word. It's it's a derogatory term for a race of people. Yet we can still get people talking to Justin, phoning me up, being really derogatory about gypsies. And if you took out the word gypsy and used the word black or Asian and said they're all scum, oh, they're all thieves, oh, the mess they leave, those black people, you couldn't say it, could you? And no one, no one would phone up <clears throat> and say it. No one would uh, approach Justin Dealey and say it. If they thought it or not, they'd temper their language and they'd phrase it in a slightly less incendiary way. But yet with gypsies, people feel it's OK to do that. Why is that? Why is that? 08459 455 555. Brenda's in Stanton Abbott's. Morning, Brenda. Morning. Brenda, you, you, uh, you, you've got a connection with gypsies. What is it? I was a gypsy site manager for eight and a half years on two sites. Right, and you're not a gypsy yourself? No, I'm not. OK, well, how did you find them? Um, well, there's a bad, good and bad in all, that's all I can say, really. But I've got, since I worked there, I've been left quite a while now, but I've still got really good friends. Gypsy um, friends? Yeah. Now, let, were these Romany travellers or tinkers? Romany travellers, but I have, I have had Scottish, Welsh, Irish on the site. And never had a problem with them, to okay, be honest. Okay. So they, they, they can they can mix then. They don't like to mix, but yes, mm. they can. Is there a tension, a rivalry between them? Because we had one Romany traveller who said that the Irish tinkers were beneath him, and they were the ones that did all the stealing and left all the rubbish. So is there a kind of tension between them? No, I think there's good and bad with all of them. No. And, um, you know, they lived on the same site, so. Um, the Welsh and the Scottish, I had all of them there at one point, so I can't see that there was a, a problem. People got on um, and did whatever they did. But um, a lot of them worked, you know. I mean, they're not all. And for whoever he is to say scum, I think it's disgusting. Um, Dave, from, we've got a text here, Brenda. Dave from Sundon says, maybe if the travellers behaved more appropriately, society would be more accepting of them. What, what, I, what, what do you think he means by behaved more appropriately? Well, I 
really don't know because I know a lot of them, like I say, that work. Um, they've got nice homes. You know, I don't understand these people. I think it's just the word when you get gypsies, that word, people just say, oh, yeah, you know, we don't want them living near us. And that's it, isn't it? Brenda, thank you very much. 08459 555. Emrys has texted in. I don't agree with that guy, but it's not racist because a traveller can be of multiple races, plus traveller is not a race. Well, is gypsy a race? Romany gypsy, is that a race? I think it is. I'm not totally sure. I'm sort of whistling in the dark here a little bit. I think Romany gypsy is a race. I could do with a little bit of help clearing this one up, please. If anybody can offer a definitive answer, 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. You can also go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR, and uh, you can go and have your say on there. It's a tough one, isn't it? Well, I'm saying it's a tough one. Actually, I'm not quite sure if it is tough. You certainly can't go around saying that that travellers and gypsies are scum. That, to me, seems a step too far. If you disagree, if you think that that's OK to say that, 08459 455 555. Uh, Kevin on Facebook says, uh, Surely if people are saying they don't contribute, then the easiest way to resolve this is by setting them up on a site so they can be billed for council tax utilities, etc. Take some more recalls, but it's coming up to 7.29. Let's get the travel news now with Alice. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M40 northbound, the exit slip road at Junction 8 for Oxford is closed after an accident. Traffic on the main M40 coping well on the approach and that traffic that has been stuck is gradually being let past the scene. In Waddesdon, the A41 is partially blocked near to the Fleet Marston Farm. That's between Waddesdon and the Cotton Wheel roundabout in Aylesbury after an accident. Things slow going past that. The A1M southbound busy on the speed sensors around Junction 7 for Stevenage. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Alice, thank you very much indeed. A reminder of the phone number 08459 455 555. It's coming up to 7.30. Let's get the news and uh, sport now. Here's Jane Killick. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Headlines at 7.30. The location of travellers' sites in central Bedfordshire is being discussed at a meeting this afternoon. They include two controversial new sites in barton le Clay. Hospitals spent £83 million last year on temporary doctors to staff A&E. Figures released by the Labour Party reveal the bills increased by 60% since 2009. The new chairman of HS2 officially begins his job today. Sir David Higgins says the high-speed rail line can help rebalance the economic geography of the country. The weather becoming dry and sunny with light winds and a high of 6 Celsius. Under sport and in football, Arsenal have returned to the top of the Premier League after a 2-1 win over Aston Villa at Villa Park. MK Dons replay their FA Cup third-round tie against Wigan tonight. The Dons will be without lone striker Chris Long, who's ineligible to play. Manager Carl Robinson thinks Wigan will field a stronger side this time. They'll come here, but they'll probably a little bit more respect for us and what, maybe show them shoulders in, in the first game. Watson will be back in, Powell will be in. So obviously they'll be stronger than the team that we faced up at, uh, up at the stadium. It'll definitely strengthen. They'll be a better team here than what they were at, at the home game for them. Mm. Watford also replay their third round FA Cup tie against Bristol City. Alman Abdi could feature on the bench for the Hornets. 
In League One, Stevenage play tonight at home to Swindon. The borough are still rooted to the foot of the table, but manager Graham Wesley says three home games in a row in the league gives them a good chance to pick up points. We're back at home, which is a is a real positive. It's been uh, it's been tough keep playing all these away games. Um, everybody knows it's tough to tough to travel. Everybody knows that you know home advantage is exactly that. And in the FA Trophy, Luton replay, replay their tie against Cambridge at Canalworth Road. The winner will be away to Eastleigh in the quarter-finals. In tennis, Andy Murray has begun his first-round match at the Australian Open against Go Suede of Japan. Play has continued through the day in Melbourne, despite temperatures peaking at 42 degrees Celsius. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. I'll be back with a full bulletin at 8. Oh, blimey, hang on, no, hang on, oh, wait, whoa, no. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. You can go and have a listen on the uh, Facebook page to um, Joe and Milton Keynes. He's a Romany traveller and he come, comes on and says that he thinks that, that, that uh, Irish tinkers are the problem. They're the ones. They're worse than him and they're the ones that do all the stealing and uh, all of the nonsense, all of that stuff. Joy Stewart has written, free speech! She spelled speech wrong. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's fine, but free speech! 08459 four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give me uh, a call on that or any of the things that we're talking about, including uh, this. When you hear the words retirement village, let's be honest, you're likely to think of a sad little cul-de-sac with handrails, pull cords and the heating on full blast, aren't you? Why they uh, watch homes under the hammer? Well, it's not the sort of facility the extra care charitable trust was planning for the Wixoms. It's set to be a far more modern facility, but the parish council has expressed concerns about its size. Nick Abbey is chief executive of the Extra Care Charitable Trust. Morning, Nick. Morning, Ian. Nick, can you describe what sort of facility this would be? Mm, well, it's very unlike um, that, that description you gave of a cul-de-sac and, and everything else. Uh, we're going to have 230 apartments, and the best thing about it is that the range of facilities that's there for people who are going to live there, because there's going to be a gymnasium, a village hall, a craft room, a woodwork room, a snooker table, a bistro... You know, all the things that you want to, uh, in order to have uh, places where you can meet your friends, do lots of activities and get really involved. We've heard criticism. It's too large. Um, Six yeah. storeys high, it's going to be a blight on the landscape. Yeah, it won't be either of those things. I actually think as you go down the A6 from Bedford towards Wixom's, it's going to be a very impressive opening to the whole of the Wixom's development. And in terms of size, it's not the biggest one we've done. Uh, we've had one in Nottingham that's been open with 327 apartments for the last five years now. Well, that won't make the people who are, who are complaining about it in this area feel any happier, will it, that it's slightly smaller than another one you've got? Well, I'll tell you what will make them feel happier. It's the idea that there's somewhere they can go when they're 55-plus, so in their 60s and 70s, when they're looking to downsize, when they're worried about being lonely, when they want to be somewhere where there's going to be care available at some stage in the future if they need it. And in the meantime, they're going to have a great time. What about parking, Nick? There's not going to be enough parking, is there? Um, we've we've uh, got the same amount of parking there that we've put with all of the other villages, and uh, it's always worked successfully before. How many parking spaces will there be? Well, there won't be as many as the number of the apartments, but then not everybody's got a vehicle, and what we've found at other places is that once people go there and live there, they, they often find they don't need the car as much as they needed it before anyway. So, so, so how many parking we've spaces? We've not had a problem. I couldn't tell you the exact 100? number, Ian. Sorry about that. We were told 100. OK, if it's 100. I, I'm surprised it's 100. I'd have thought it'd be more like 150, but I'll take your word for it. So 230 apartments, plus all of the staff that'll be working there. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be overcrowded, isn't it? Um, is there no public transport in Bedfordshire, then? 
Can people not get their bike from other means? Well, Nick, you, t- you tell me. I'm assuming you've looked into it. We've looked into it. We've talked to the planners. We've talked to everybody that, that we normally consult with. And we're absolutely convinced that's going to be a brilliant facility uh, just south of Bedford that people are going to want to go So you can guarantee there won't be a problem with parking and overflowing of, car- uh, of parking? I'll guarantee you now that there won't be a problem with parking and overflowing. Fantastic. There you go. Uh, is it true that it would be built on the area of land designed for drainage? No, it's, well, there's going to be balancing lakes on either side of it. So we, we've done this plan uh, in very careful consultation with the planners. We've run it past Anglian Water. We've done it in accordance with the, the local internal drainage board. So I appreciate at the moment flooding is one of the things that's uppermost in people's minds. We really don't want to create a problem there. Uh, so, so we're taking all the steps we need to make sure that we're not going to add to So it. W- what are they saying? Is it, uh, sorry, uh, you seem to be avoiding the question slightly. Is it designed for drainage, that land? Well, when you say designed for drainage, it's designed to put the sort of facility on it that we're doing. Uh, so it's going to be fully compliant with all of the drainage regulations there are around there. So you're not, not worried not that... going to add to the problem. So, you, you, again, you can, you can c- confirm that you're not building on a site that is, uh, is used for drainage from the Wixoms or from any of the surrounding areas, uh, and there won't be a problem with flooding? I'm, I'm very happy to say there won't be a problem with flooding. It's the last thing we would want. Why would we put something somewhere that's going to be a problem for the residents or for the neighbours? Nick, uh, I appreciate your time. No doubt we'll speak to you. When are we looking to this, get, to this getting built? Uh, well, if you get planning permission and if everything else goes according to plan, I think people can look forward to start moving in around about the middle of 2018. So about four and a half years away from now. I, I will be almost old enough to move in at that point, Nick. Thank you very much indeed, Nick Abbey, Chief Executive of the Extra Care Charitable Trust. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the subject of travellers, Richard in Stevenage. Morning, Richard. Hi, Ian. Richard, what do you want to say? Um, I just wanted to say that I've had um, first-hand experience of, um, uh, of, tra- of travellers uh, moving into the area. Go on, because I haven't. Um, Tell me what happened. Round the back of our, our uh, property, there's a, a big um, sort of uh, playing field and cricket green. And uh, of one evening, the uh, the bolt was uh, cut on the main gate, and um, a load of uh, caravans pulled up and, and and made residence on on the cricket green. Um, over the over the two weeks, two week period that they were there for. Um, there was cars being broken into, there were tyres being slit. And I know people would say, well, how do you know if, if that, are, but that is down to the travellers? But there was also um, uh, lights being stolen from people's back gardens. You know, the, the, the stakes that go into the ground, the solar panelled lights? Yes. Uh, pathways? Well, basically, they were stolen from people's gardens, and when you walk past the traveller site, you could actually see them in the ground lighting up their caravan site. No. And did anybody say anything to the travellers and go and have a word with them? Or, or the well, police or the council? Well, the police got involved and um, the, 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 poli- the police were involved, but we were to- the residents around our area were told that they, they, they couldn't get the, well, couldn't move them on uh, straight away. There had to be some paperwork that was raised or something. So I, I think it, from memory, because it was a few years ago now, I, I think it took them about two weeks to move them on. But obviously, once they were moved on, uh, all the ground was all churned up and, you know, there was rubbish left as well. So, yeah, it wasn't a great experience, if I'm honest. Richard, cheers for that. I see that I've not had that experience. I've not, I've not had travellers move in near me. Uh, 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 and there's Richard. I have no reason to doubt what he's saying at all. I have to take him at face value. 
saying that the cricket ground was was left a right tip. Uh, there was rubbish everywhere. The ground was churned up, and loads of things got nicked. Now, now, again, you can't say that all travellers do that. It's all gypsies. It's all Romanies that do that. But you do hear stories like that, don't you? And how are you supposed to respond to stories like that? 08459 four double five five double five. Walter is a traveller. Morning, Walter. Good morning. W- w- how do you respond when you hear stories like that? Well, I, I blame the council at the end of the day because... Um... Well, you can't blame the council for travellers illegally breaking onto a cricket pitch, stealing things, uh, and then leaving a load of rubbish, can you? Or can you? Well... Well, they won't give the travellers permission uh, to have their own their own lands, their own land, uh, and they won't let them stop on there and do a postal code and that. I've rubbish But you can't. You, can, 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 it's not the council's fault that, according to that gentleman there, travellers went and stole a load of lights from lo- from residents. Yeah, was it proven? Did he hear them speak Irish? Well, I don't know if they were Irish or if they were Romany, but but he was saying that those lights were then seen being used by the travellers. Yeah, well, they were seen being used by the travellers, so one would have to assume, yes. Yeah, 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 it's just hearsay, isn't it? It's just hearsay? Yeah, yeah, because we've got travellers talking to you're going to blame the travellers, aren't you? Well, hang on a second. If some travellers move on to a cricket pitch... A, lo- a load of lights go missing from people's back gardens, and then they appear in the travellers' sites. Then one would have to assume that the travellers had, sto- uh, had stolen them. Yes. Were they the same lights? Sorry. Were they the same lights? According to that caller, they were. Yes. Yeah, you know, it, it, it falls into the category of again. Well, does it fall into the category of racism, or does it fall into the category of someone witnessing someone using stolen property? The thing is, Walter. That maybe this is part of the problem. Okay, uh, is we've de- we've dealt with kind of the the, the strong uh, offensive attitudes, but maybe maybe part of the problem is uh, certain members of the traveller community unable to accept that other members of the traveller community perhaps do get up to naughty things like stealing. Yeah, but, but uh, you're talking of a minority, but, and it happens in all cultures, not just in Cameron Also, I'm going to let you go, because the line's rubbish. Um, but th- thank you. Is it a case that, that some people are living in denial and won't accept that, 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 that maybe they did steal things? I mean, I don't know. I'm just going by that caller's story. That's all I have to go by. And is it the, it can't, I'd love to spoke to Walter a bit longer. It can't be the council's fault that travellers leave a load of rubbish on their sites. That's not the council's fault, is it? That's a, any kind of littering is down to the individual. You know that. That's a fact. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. And we've had this before when there were some travellers um, somewhere in Luton. Uh, that some travellers, not all of them, and this isn't an urban myth because we have evidence, we, we had, I've got the photos. Paul Scoynes has got the photos, and we took callers on this. Some travellers don't use the toilets in their caravans. They uh, do, uh, um, uh, uh, whoopsies, in the field that they're camping in. Trevor, uh, morning Trevor. Morning, man. You, uh, you? You're not a traveller, are you? No, I'm not. No. What, what, what's your connection? 
Well, I, I, I know quite a few travellers from both sides, the, from the, the Irish travellers and the Romany side, Romany gypsies. And it's, uh, like I said earlier, it's, you, you get good and bad in all sorts, but I think uh, I've found more bad on the, on the Irish traveller side than, than, than the Romany side. But, um, I mean, it's, it's just um, everyone's being tired of the same brush because it's, it's, no matter what nationality you are, you're going to get bad and then... It hits the press, and you know everyone's running around, and it's oh, it's this group, and it's that group, and but it's, it's good and bad in everyone. It's like my wife. I was saying to um, Kelly earlier, if my wife was walking down down the street, and there was some Romany Romany lads on one side of the street, and there was some say like gorgeous boys on the other, she'd cross over and walk past the Romanys because she'd know that they're more polite and she'd get no aggro from them. How do you know travellers, Trevor? Uh, just in the work I've done, in the sort of working construction and that. So I know quite a few travellers. I've had. Uh, got some Romany, Romany gypsy friends in Luton and uh, I've, uh, one of my neighbours is a Romany uh, gypsy but he, he moved out uh, recently but um, yeah I've, I've known, known him for, for, Look, for I've, got a, I've got a tweet here okay we, we, t- we tweeted with, um, when you hear someone say gypsies are scum what's your reaction Biff O'Bear has tweeted cash in hand tax avoiding scrap metal thieves that's rubbish. You do, we, like I say, you do get it, but they don't... Uh, I mean, I, I, I know Romney, Romney lads that go out and collect the scrap, and they go around and they've got deals with, with the companies they collect it from. You know, they go around, take away the roll stuff, they come around take our stuff. I've, I've seen one of my friends say, that I've got, I've got some scrap that needs moving, rather than take it down a tip, and they come around and they, they make a few quid on it. But um, it's, it's a, a lot of this stuff that's been stolen now, like the cables and that, it's, they're, they're gangs. They're, they're gangs that are doing it. It's not. It's not travellers. It's it's gangs. They're organised gangs that are ripping out these cables. Trevor, I appreciate your call. John has uh, emailed in. I was talking about whether the travellers were a race. Uh, John says, hope this helps. Protected under the Race Relations Act, Roma, Romany Gypsies, and Irish travellers are now all recognised to have protection under the Race Relations Act as they have been uh, finally recognised as minority ethnic communities in law. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. There's, there's a, a few comments on Twitter. Uh, cash in hand, tax avoiding, scrap metal thieves is one of them. What do you think? It sits very uncomfortably with me, but then I don't have personal experience. If you do, give me a call. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Waddesdon, the A41 is partially blocked near to the Fleet Marston Farm after an accident. Slow on the approach there. The M40 northbound exit slip road is closed at Junction 8 for Oxford. That's after two accidents. Accidents, sorry. The traffic on the main M40 coping well on the approach, but the slip road is looking very busy on the speed sensors. M25 anti-clockwise, slow going between 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Alice, thank you very much. Noddy, noddy. 7.46. It's Tuesday the 14th of January. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A discussion on where to put traveller sites in central Bedfordshire takes place today. Hospital trusts are spending 60% more on hiring temporary doctors to work in accident and emergency. In football, Arsenal have returned to the top of the Premier League after a 2-1 win over Aston Villa. Sing huzzah! Coming up at some point in the show, we'll be talking to Justin Dealey about the songs you work out to. Work out? What? 
Before that, let's get the latest uh, travel news, uh, weather news. Boom. Here's Kate Kinsella. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. We had some rain last night. It's moved eastwards. We've got a little bit of cloud lingering, but that's also moving eastwards. The further west you are, you could actually have been scraping your windscreen this morning as the temperature dipped down to just around zero. So lots of people, uh, especially out towards the west, could have an ice risk. We've got uh, places like Buckinghamshire, Bedfordshire and parts of Hertfordshire as well do have actually a uh, Met Office yellow weather warning in place for the ice, and that's valid until 10 o'clock. Now, it's a bright sky or a clear sky so once we can see the sun we should be able to see the blue sky as well and the sun's here to stay for today light winds but despite this it's going to feel rather chilly we're looking at a maximum of just six celsius now overnight tonight sharp drop in temperature i'm afraid uh, once the sun sets and that's when we're going to reach our minimum down to around two or three celsius it's further into the night the clouds introduced from the west and therefore the temperature will start to rise and with it comes rain too so it's a rather wet end to the night by dawn though the temperature should have risen to around 5 or 6 Celsius. Staying wet tomorrow morning, or damp I should say, the rain turning rather drizzly in nature but it does mean the temperature is mild. The maximum tomorrow, almost double today, 11 Celsius. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash BBC three CR. Or you can send me a text eight one three double three. Start your text three CR. Loads of calls about travellers and gypsies and uh, your attitude uh, towards them. John's near Potton. Morning, John. Good morning, Ian. John, what would you like to say? Well, it's just uh, I was interested in listening to uh, Cliff and Cliff Cadona and James from Barton earlier on. Yes, Cliff was a spokesperson for Travellers, and uh, um, James um, is from a local group, and they're not so keen on having the Traveller site where they are. Well, they're not, and and people people do get very heated about it, which which is kind of understandable when you consider the way that the council are acting on this. Go on, t- 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 talk me through it. Well, it, it seems to me that uh, I mean James was was certainly trying to put the point across that. Uh, party lines get used when voting in in the council and that type of thing um, and and you end up with a, a council that is in effect trying to put these traveller sites only into certain areas of central bedfordshire they have to the, by law they have to build these traveller sites there's a certain number that they have to do yes that's right yes i understand that i, I used to live in upper caldicott and uh, and uh, cliff cadona was a a relatively close neighbor of mine and his children went to the same school. Well, not his children necessarily, but children from the Hatch site would have gone to the same school that my children went to. So what's to. the problem with the locations, then? If the council have to come up with these places, which they do... Well, the, the, the problem is there's already resentment in certain areas, around, around Potton, where I live, but also in, in other parts, where there, there's a, 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 a quite a, a level of traveller sites already, and the council are trying to put more sites into those areas. And, and I think the, the idea um, amongst, I, I wouldn't say the Tory councillors, but it's um, it, certain councillors, is that uh, you're almost punished for not having a Tory, a Tory councillor. You know, Adam Zerny is an independent, I believe. And there are, it's almost an inevitability okay, that so there this, are more traveller sites being put in. And this is a point that James was making earlier, and perhaps I should have let him um, um, make it a little bit stronger. Yes, the, the, yeah. the, 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 the traveller sites are not necessarily near where the Conservative councillors are based. Well, or the, the, the suspicion. Not, 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 no, no, I wouldn't go as far as to say that, but I okay. would say they're not near. There are one, I think James got it slightly wrong. I think there are 
one or two members of this um, uh, Sustainable Communities and Scrutiny Committee that do have proposed traveller sites okay. in their area, but it's, it's a very it's small minority on the count on this committee. Um, the, 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 the other huge issue, which nobody seems to speak about, is creating a, 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 a way of integrating or having interaction with travellers. Mm. Because children in schools grow up uh, in certain parts of this county having never, ever met a traveller. And they, they will just grow up with the same um, uh, generational prejudices that their parents have and that they're, they're, they're informed by the television, mm. by watching, you know, the big fat gypsy weddings and all this type of thing. And then in other parts of the county where there is already a traveller community, you have the, the resentment amongst the local community there that more travellers are being foisted upon them. John, I appreciate your points. We've got to move on, so I've got to squeeze in a few more bits and pieces, but thank you very much for that. You make some interesting points. 08459 555. Now, yesterday, I, uh, uh, well, last week, I jowled down on a bit of my son's spaghetti bolognese. He didn't eat it. I had a little tasty of it. I liked it. I ate it. Nothing strange about that, except I'm a vegetarian. Oh, ah, I know. I have been since the age of 15. I'm 40 now. It's 25 years. And hardly any meat has passed my lips uh, since then. But I am considering jacking it all in and eating meat. I know, I know. We've got Liz O'Neill from the Vegetarian Society. Morning, Liz. Good morning. I must be putting daggers into your heart. Well, no, I mean, I think it's an interesting point that, you know, a lot of people who are vegetarian might occasionally, you know, taste meat um, by accident, or I think the situation you described is probably a relatively common one, you know, having a partner who eats meat, having children who eat meat means you're exposed to it in a way that you wouldn't be otherwise. But, uh, you know, it needn't be an... You know, that, that needn't be a, an all or nothing thing. You've tasted it once. Oh, my God, you know, you have to go back to being... It was really nice, now. Liz. But did you give it up because you thought it wasn't tasty? There were, I, there were two reasons I gave it up, OK? The first one, the, the thing that pushed me over the edge was I really fancied this girl called Kerry who was a vegetarian. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And I thought if I become a vegetarian, then she might, you know, fancy me. And trust me, Liz, it worked. It took a while, but it worked. The, 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 the so presumably ki- she's not your wife. She's not my wife. She's no longer <laughs> in my life. Uh, the, the overriding thing was the ethical thing about, you know, should we really be killing animals for food? And that's, that's still kind of the main thrust of what has yeah. kept me a vegetarian for 25 years. But now I'm thinking, oh, life's too short. This bolognese was delicious. I don't know if I can be bothered. And I've heard this from other people. They get to 30 was normally the age where people get to a certain age and then they just jack it in. Yeah, I mean, I think... There are life stages where people consider, you know, what they've been doing. I mean, some people might call it a midlife crisis. I I would be so cruel. I'm a few (laughs) years ahead of you, and I wouldn't be so cruel. Well, rather that than Um, buy a Harley-Davidson and cop off with a 17-year-old. But it's, um, you know, I think you have to return to what your reasons were in the first place. Nobody, you know, certainly nobody from the vegetarian society will say that meat, isn't that a lot of people don't find meat tasty. Some people do, some people don't. That's, that's really neither here nor there. Vegetarian food can be incredibly tasty. Yes. You, know? you have to remember why you went vegetarian in the first place. You know, there's two and a half million land animals killed every day 
just in the UK so people can eat them. I mean, that's really disgusting. Oh, you're good. You know, the, the um, meat industry has, or the livestock industry, has enormous impacts on our environment. You know, a vegetarian diet uses less water, produces less greenhouse gases. You need less land, there's less pollution. Uh, you know, and that side's getting worse, not better. Um, and it's also better for your health. You know, vegetarians have... Uh, is, is it better than the health? Because I, um, I, I've had people... I've, listen, I've been a little bit poorly mm. recently. Lots of people said, oh, you need, you need some uh. proper iron. Go and, have, go and have some meat. Go and eat some meat, for goodness sake. And, eat it, and, and if, if, a veg, you know, if a meat eater's poorly, they say, oh, go and eat less saturated fat. Go and eat some vegetables. Get some vitamin C. But they don't. It, I think it's just one of those things that because your diet isn't quite the same as theirs, they immediately leap on that as the reason. Everybody gets cold. Everyone gets poorly. That's part of life. But as a population, vegetarians have lower rates of obesity, lower rates of type 2 diabetes, lower rates of high blood pressure, you know, certain cancers, um, heart disease. There's a whole list of things that vegetarians as a population have less of. And this isn't a theoretical thing. Mm. It's actually just studying, you know, hundreds of thousands of vegetarians and, and what they actually end up having. You know, obviously you can be a vegetarian and be unhealthy. You can live on chips and chocolate and cheese. But, you know, you don't sound like the sort of person who would do that. I, I, I may be indulging cheese a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that, that might be something you want to consider. As, as, as we get older, we can probably um, cope with a little less. No, in our no. Hey, Liz, <laughs> here's the thing that annoys me about some vegetarians. The ones that eat fish. That's not vegetarianism. No, it's not. Oh, but that's it's a, such I mean, a cop-out. You know, you know... If somebody wants to give up other animal eating other animals and they, they feel they need to keep fish in the diet for a while, then fair enough, good you know, good on them for making that choice. But it really would be helpful if they didn't call themselves. W- wouldn't vegetarian. it just? Wouldn't, wouldn't it just? It? I've heard that before. You go into restaurants, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, would you like the fish? No. Yeah. Of course I wouldn't. Yeah, I had a bit of a bit of an incident like that at afternoon tea, but it was my mum's eightieth birthday, <laughs> so I thought I'd better not make a fuss. <laughs> I just ate the cucumber sandwiches. When when I went I, I went to uh, just going off on a slight tangent, I went to Japan years ago and i emailed this wonderful uh, hotel we were staying in saying i'm a vegetarian and they their english was awful my japanese was awful they didn't understand and i said basically i don't eat meat or fish they said okay we will prepare a special meal for you when i turned up their special meal was really small portions of meat and fish because they oh. thought i could take that yeah it's a bit like the old wafer thin ham isn't it's, it yes. people are kind of missing the point i have to say that my my children are upstairs big being very very quiet because oh. you're you're ringing me at home and um they, i did ask them what they'd like to tell you can i can i pass that oh please do yes now, Lawrence is eight yes. and he said yep. how would you like it if a giant chicken came into your house and ate you that would be terrifying that would literally be terrifying yep. and all who's only five said yuck the animals don't like it oh listen we've got so one minute go. it's interesting <laughs> you've done this because my my boy my wife does eat meat and i never for a second but boys who are four and two i never for a second considered bringing up them up vegetarian i thought it would be better for them to make their own decision when they're older yet you've brought your kids up veggie have you yeah i mean you know we're in a different situation as a family because my husband's also a veggie right. in fact he's vegan um oh, so we dear. mostly eat vegan food oh, i'm sorry it's lovely don't no, you worry I'm about sorry. my husband he's <laughs> lovely okay <laughs> but he um do you know it, so it is a big part of our identity as a family and people often bring up this thing oh let them make a choice but you bring up your children by your moral framework and for us it is a moral thing I know not all vegetarians mm. would frame it in that way but for us it's a moral thing it's 
it's not kind to eat animals. That's the mildest way I could possibly put it. Why would we teach our children to do something that we think is not right? Liz, we've got ten seconds. What's the, the website for the Vegetarian Society? www.vegsoc.org. You've been a very good sport and you've given me lots to think about. Thank you very much for your time, good Liz. Luck with it. Thank you very much. There you go. She puts forward a very, very strong argument. Uh, your stories, please. If you were a veggie or a member of your family was and you have turned 08459 455 555. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Waddesdon, the A41 is partially blocked near to the Fleet Marston Farm after an accident very slow on the speed sensors around that area. The A5 also struggling southbound between Luton Road and the M1 Junction 9 for Redbourne. On the M40 northbound, the exit slip road is closed at Junction 8 for Oxford after two accidents, but traffic coping well on the main carriageway. The N25 anti-clockwise very slow between 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Gloss at BBC Three Counties Radio. Alice, thank you. She puts forward a very good point. Not Alice. Well, Alice does. But um, Liz, who we spoke to, dear, I feel very guilty now. Your stories, please. 08459 455 555. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm Jane Killick. The headlines, traveller sites for Bedfordshire discussed today. £83 million spent on temporary doctors for A&E and warning about floods in South Buckinghamshire. BBC Three Counties Radio. Discussions will resume today over the future of council-run gypsy and traveller sites in central Bedfordshire. There are plans to build or enlarge seven sites with controversial developments in Barton-le-Clay and Hill. James Knight from the Barton Residence Action Group says it's the wrong choice. The right choice is to find places that, number one, are not green belt, to find places that are not productive farmland, to find brownfield sites and sites that are more appropriate. Hospitals spent £83 million last year on temporary doctors to staff A&E. Figures released by the Labour Party reveal the bills increased by 60% since 2009. The Shadow Health Secretary, Andy Burnham, says costs are spiralling out of control. An A&E locum can be paid up to four or five times more than what we pay uh, a doctor that's a member of staff. So the short-sightedness is in the end... Uh, a a major waste of resources because it means we just pay millions more uh, for the same doctors. The new chairman of the proposed high-speed rail line through Buckinghamshire starts work today. Sir David Higgins was previously chief executive at Network Rail. As chief executive of the Olympic Delivery Authority, he was responsible for ensuring that the UK Olympic Park was built on time and on budget, ready for the 2012 Games. He's been asked to look at ways of delivering HS2 more quickly and more cheaply than planned. The trial of Dave Lee Travis is due to begin today. The former Radio 1 and Three Counties radio presenter is accused of a series of indecent assaults and one sexual assault. The allegations against the 68-year-old who was living in Buckinghamshire at the time of his arrest date from 1976 to 2008. 
People in South Buckinghamshire are being advised to steer clear of flooded areas after children were seen playing in flood water. The River Thames through Marlow is still well above normal levels for this time of year and some properties are flooded. Steve Wells from Buckinghamshire Fire and Rescue says adults are just as much in danger. A lot of the uh, the water levels may perceive to be quite shallow and obviously um, moving quite slowly. However, you know, if people drive through flooded roads, what they can find themselves very quickly is become stranded. Villagers in Bedfordshire are objecting to a new retirement village on their doorstep. The 230 apartment development of the Wixoms includes an IT suite, a gym, greenhouse and cafe bar. The parish council says the land was originally meant to provide drainage for new homes. In football, there are three replays tonight. The MK Dons are at home to Wigan and Watford take on Bristol City in the FA Cup third round. In the FA Trophy, Ludner at home to Cambridge. And in League One, Stevenage Borough welcomes Swindon. The weather becoming dry and sunny in light winds but feeling cold with a high of 6 Celsius. And get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash counties. BBC Three Counties Radio. Lots to talk about. We've been talking this morning about travellers, gypsies, tinkers, whatever. Because of discussions today, we'll resume over new traveller sites in central Bedfordshire. Well, there's a lot of hostility towards them and a lot of defensiveness from them. Where do you sit on this? Would you like a, a, a gypsy site near you? If not, why not? And I'll play you some audio later on that Justin Dealey got. Some really strong views. Also talking about vegetarianism. I've been one for 25 years. I'm thinking maybe I've done enough to save the planet. Haven't I? I've put it... I've done my work. I've served my time. Maybe... Maybe I might start eating meat again. If you or someone you know has, uh, has swung the other way, so to speak, 08459 455 555... You can go to facebook.com forward slash bbc3cr or you can send me a text 81333 start giving uh, start your text 3cr across beds hearts and bucks this is bbc three counties radio um steve's in red bull morning steve morning mate right yeah i'm good thank you steve what would you like to say um Tell me, how can you not resist the smell of frying bacon? Uh, well, it, yeah, it's a nice smell. It's a fantastic smell. It tastes even better, doesn't it? Uh, do you know what? Bacon wasn't the thing I missed. The one I missed the most was uh, roast lamb. No, I'm not, I'm not the best lamb lover in the world. Well, I like a good bit of beef. Oh, I never like beef. Didn't you? Oh, good beef, yeah. What, what does steak taste like? I've never had a steak. You've never had a steak? No, describe it. fantastic. Describe it to me. Good steak melts in your mouth, or venison even, that's nice. Uh, And what do prawns taste like? Uh, Not a prawn lover. Really? No, I like good fish. I like bass and all like that. Yeah. But uh, I've never been a um, a prawn lover. I'm trying to think what other meats I've not not eaten. Uh, Chitlins, you'd like them. Chitlins? Yeah. What's that? Pig pipes. You fry them. <laughs> what, what pipes are they? It's, it's the, um, the throat pipes and all like that. They fry them up. Jeez, why would anyone want to eat a pig's throat pipe? 
Lovely. A pig's throat pipe? Yep. That's the most disgusting image I've ever had in my life. You fry them. They're nice. Oh, you're you going, f- back, oh, you, you're you, going back to old-fashioned foods, Neil. Can you, cut, can you cut a hole in them and play it like a recorder? I suppose you could do it when you started, couldn't it? It'd be, be a bit floppy, though, wouldn't it? Oh, dearie me. Steve, thank you very much indeed. Catherine's got... Uh, a theory on... I have. The further in the bits, the least you're supposed to eat them. Oh, pigs? Pigs' pipes? They're hidden away. If nature meant you to eat them, they'd be on the outside. That is, um... That is rank. <laughs> what, have you had a prawn? Yeah, I love what, prawns. What does a prawn, prawn taste like? A prawn tastes like a little drop of heaven. Make sure he's not got the black line through, though. That's their poo-poos. Mm-hmm. It's only sand-minded bits. Uh, what does um, a trout taste like? Like fish, but slightly tangy. They all fish. taste the same fish, don't no, they? No, no, they don't. F- fish all taste the same. No, some of it's more fishy than others. They, but they all taste of the sea. They do. A bit. They do. They've all got a... Whereas meat has... Tuna, meanwhile, is kind of meaty. Oh, I couldn't eat that. that oh, just, it's gorgeous. That stinks. Mm. Stinks to high heaven. No, but tuna steaks fried. No, mate. No, oh, mate. gorgeous. No, mate. No, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, mate. I love fish. No. I love it. The, the idea of a steak appeals to me. Yeah. Well, if you have it raw, what, my mum has it like... Not raw, you just show it the rare. pan. Rare, that's the show word. Show it the pan. Show it the pan. But that, that, if there's blood on your plate... Then it's great. A lifetime of hate. What are you talking about? You, you can't have blood on the plate. It's delicious. Just call it juices if you prefer. Oh, it's gorgeous. DJ Dave has just called in and said if you want any voiceovers doing for the show, he'll do them for you. We'll get him on. Let's hear him. Yeah, he, he's coming He's coming up. on anyway. Coming yeah, up. He's got a point to make. That was a tease. Oh, gosh. Wowzers, that's going to get people excited, isn't it? 08459 555 555 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us uh, a call. Now, discussions over plans to expand or create seven gypsy and traveller sites in central Bedfordshire Council will resume later on today, as will the arguments from locals fearful the move will lead to an increase in crime and a decrease in house prices. Well, Justin Dealey has been in Barton Le Clay. Morning, Justin. Morning, boss. You've heard some pretty hostile views, haven't Uh, you? Yes, uh, that's putting it mildly. No one I spoke to in Barson wants this proposed site in their village. Now, Ian, we normally get the same old answers, don't we? People tell us that the land is not suitable, but but not this time. People didn't hold back on this occasion. People told me that, that we don't want them here. They are not nice people. Things go missing when travellers are around, and the people of Barton don't deserve it. But that's nothing compared to what you're about to hear here. Uh, this is the most extreme and offensive piece of audio that I gathered in Barton. Uh, this is me talking to a local resident trying to explain why he doesn't want a traveller site where he lives. Basically, I'm going to use the words that, that the politicians won't use. They're basically scum. They're going to drag this area down to their level. They won't, pr- they won't produce anything for this area. And all that's going to happen is our standard of life is going to be dragged down to their level. What End are you side. basing this on, by the way? What? On what I've seen, what I've experienced in life. I worked in the East End of London for many years. I've worked very closely and seen uh, at first hand a lot of people like this I've travelled the world I see a lot of these type of people bringing the levels down wherever they are and they're going to do the same here You can't stereotype every single person Um, can you? Well I'm sorry but I will but I will. And none of the politicians will, face, will ask the true questions as to why we don't want them here. And you don't want them because, in your words, they're scum? Absolutely. And that's the end of it. And I, and I make no apologies for using that word. OK, let me put this to you, then, mm. just to be fair here. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But what would you say to any traveller who is listening to this right now who mm-hmm. says your views are, are highly offensive, mm-hmm. 
and you are totally out of place in the year 2014. Okay, what I'd respond to that very easily, when they abide by the rules of society like I have to and send my children to proper schools for the full term they're entitled to go, they're they're, uh, expected to go to school, when they pay their taxes, like I've always paid my taxes throughout my life, then I'll retract my views, but they don't abide by the the general rules of... Every single traveller? Every single traveller. I have... Everyone. Uh, look, I haven't met every single traveller, but I have to make a generalisation. I have no alternative because I haven't met individual travellers that have ever come up to my expectations of, of running a, a decent uh, full life like we, most of us do. Wow. You can give me a call your thoughts on that. 08459 455 555. Well, another place earmarked for more traveller pitches is Potham. We can talk now to the town's independent Central Beds councillor, Adam Zerny. Morning, Adam. Morning, Ian. Thank you for having me on. What, what are your thoughts on this? Well, uh, the, the background to it, I think, is important. And about a year ago, the council produced a plan, and we noted at the time that the vast majority of the sites were tucked away in the corners of central beds, almost as if they'd tried to hide travellers away as far away from the council's headquarters as possible. And at the time, many of us highlighted that in doing so, the sites they'd picked were completely unsuitable and not the sort of place that anyone should be forced to live. So, what did you do? Well, at the time, we attended a lot of meetings and a large number of people spoke. Uh, A lot of people put forward their views. And we highlighted a number of issues. We highlighted not just that the, these were the wrong sites, but why they were. I mean, for example, with the Potton one, even though travellers have a notably lower life expectancy than the settled community, one site they agreed on was adjacent to a working quarry. Now, when I made this point to the portfolio holder in charge at a public meeting, he said, well, maybe we'll put the pictures the other side of the field. So are you for or against, Adam? I can't quite work out what you're trying to say. Well, I think we need to make sure that where they are placed, they're placed in the right places. And unfortunately, at the moment, there's a great deal of concern that the rules that they have followed and the process that has been conducted has faults in it. Mistakes have been made. Adam, which Adam, 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 Adam. So, uh, l- l- I'm, I'm confused. This one that's going to that's pop up in Potton, are you for or again? I'm against the one they've proposed in Potton. Why? Because it's right next to a working quarry. It's not where people oh, should be made to live. So where would you like to see it? Well, I think that we need to look again at the process that's been conducted. How far away from Potton would you like it? It's not about where it is. It's about how knowledgeable people are. And I I heard James... But you just said it is about where where it is. Well, I heard uh, James on earlier when you were speaking to him, and I, I thought it was harsh to call him a NIMBY because... Ultimately, James has built up a lot of knowledge... I didn't call him a NIMBY, I asked him if he was a NIMBY. Sounds like you might be a NIMBY. I know, but ultimately we need to look at how much background people have on it. We need to look at how much knowledge people have built up. So it's how eloquently people debate it and how knowledgeable they are on the subject. Okay, but why don't you want it in Potton? Because it's near a quarry. The site in Potton is eminently unsuitable, yes. It's it's right next to a quarry. Also, the Supposing they found another site in Potton that wasn't near a quarry, would you be happy with that? If there were sites suitable across central beds, they should be looked at based on the criteria the government put forward. And they're very, very straightforward. Away from Potton? I'm sorry? Away from Potton? No, no, it's not about where in particular they're based, it's about the criteria that are put forward. You just don't want a gypsy traveller site in your community because you know that if you do, people will be in uproar uh, and uh, you'd get voted out. No, that's not true. I mean, there's an existing site in Potton and there's, uh, there's pretty good relationships between them and the community. 
but you know there is a really strong feeling that they don't want that site expanded upon and they don't want a new site built. In the past, the site was slightly larger and there were problems, so it's, it's size was reduced. But I, I don't want to talk about the past. I think it's, it's unhelpful to do so. Well, no, I, 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 I think it's very helpful to do so, Adam, because it, it, it can help us ed- learn why people have certain attitudes. There are a lot of people in Potton who don't want it there, who are very, very angry that uh, uh, this site might be expanded or a new site might be built. Well, I think with regard to some of the things you hear, I mean, the chat that you had on a moment ago from Barton, Obviously, people's reactions are based very much upon their own experiences, and obviously it's very easy to become emotional with these things, but ultimately what I've learned from the meetings that I've attended and the many people from the traveller community who speak very eloquently is that we need to make sure that we let people who understand the issues speak and fully explain their views. And obviously you've got to make sure that we get across the, the best views and people understand the issues. So how far away from Potton would you like this tr- proposed traveller site? Well, again, it's not so much about the location in relation to Potton. It's about making sure that the okay. criteria that are... What's your suggested location, then? As to where they should be. Well, that's up for the committee to decide. Well, you must have... You must have a, if you're saying you don't want it here, you must surely have an alternative you're proposing. Well, it's interesting you mention that. I mean, a couple of months ago, I asked the, uh, the council for proof as to whether all the land that they owned had been considered and what they'd taken into account when they did their research for sites. And they provided me with some raw data yesterday, which shows that not all of the information that has been made clear to the public has been complete, and that a number of sites were considered in the very early stages of this process. So you don't have an alternative? I was going to say, for which we haven't been given full information as to why they were turned down. Just to clarify, you're rejecting it in Potton, but you don't have an alternative suggestion? I, it's not a case of not having an alternative suggestion. So you do have an alternative I suggestion? The, I don't think the process has been conducted to the extent where we can be certain of where the better alternative sites So basically, be. OK, basically saying you don't want it in Potton. It, it's not about not having it in Potton. OK, Adam, we're, we're going around in circles. When we, we started four sentences in a row with, it's not about, I, I think it's time to move on. Adam Zerny there, the independent central beds uh, councillor. 8.16, here's the travel. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Waddesdon, the A41 is partially blocked near to uh, Fleet Marston Farm after an accident. Very slow on the speed sensors there. And the A1M southbound also slow going around Junction 7 for Stevenage. On the M40 northbound, the exit slip road is closed at Junction 8 for Oxford after two accidents. And the M25 anti-clockwise is queuing now between Junction 20 for the M1 and 16 for the M4. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. 8.17, it's uh, Tuesday the 14th of January, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A discussion on where to put traveller sites in central Bedfordshire takes place today. A planned retirement village at the Wixoms near Bedford is being accused of being too big. In football, Arsenal have returned to the top of the Premier League after a 2-1 win over Aston Villa. The weather today becoming dry and brighter with a high of 6 Celsius. BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Yes. I enjoyed the show yesterday. Oh, thanks. Fiery, feisty. Yeah. 
Argumentative? Yeah. Strong. Oh. Strong comeback. Th- oh, thanks. Very strong thanks. comeback. I, I didn't necessarily feel very strong yesterday. Why? Well, I'll level with you. Oh, cool. I, I struggle with uh, jet lag. And yesterday, I was worried I wouldn't get to sleep. Yes. So I popped just a couple of little sleeping tablets oh, last night. Oh, And yesterday, I was feeling ever so slightly woozy. You're broken Britain. <laughs> you are broken <laughs> Britain. You're popping pills. I am addicted to prescription medication. Shame on you. Shame on you. You should go on Jeremy Kyle. Or the JVS show. Yes. One of the two. Uh, so, so bearing in mind, I was full of drugs yesterday. Yeah. Today, I'm I'm electrified. <laughs> like what drugs have you? What uppers have you taken today to get <laughs> no, you through? No, today I'm drug free. Good. Well for done. Today's program. Well, aren't you an inspiration to everybody out there who's yes, struggling? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm pleased to be that inspiration for you. What's on your show today? Well, I'm picking up on this traveller story. It's very oh, yes. interesting. Yes. Uh, from nine this morning, I'm asking: Is it unfair to say travellers are bad for an area? People in central Bedfordshire say they don't want any more council-run traveller sites as they'll ruin the green belt, overburden schools and increase crime. The council will meet later today to discuss plans to build or expand seven sites locally. Well, this morning, local people were telling Justin that they don't want traveller sites where they live because they say it will be bad for the area. I would say that's a that's a fairly accurate summary of what yes. people have said on your programme today. Very feisty today, yes. But is it unfair to say that travellers are bad for an area. I mean, ultimately, the people in Bedfordshire, they don't know what these travellers who are going to be on this site are going to be like, do they? Mm. Is it unfair to have these uh, preconceptions as to what those travellers may be like? From nine this morning, your views on 08459 555555. Is it unfair to say travellers are bad for an area? Text 81333. Start your message with 3CR. Text will be charged at the standard network rate. BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, some texts. Uh, David and Leighton Buzzer. My problem with travellers is that... Uh, my problem with travellers is that like to have you believe they are God-fearing, hard-working folk who don't mix with us gorgeous since we are unholy. Anyone who has land nearby, occupied by these people, will know what to expect. Maths in Hanslope. Can I get the form needed to pick my neighbours, please? I don't want a travellers' camp, a high-rise pensioner palace, high-speed railway, or a second runway, and certainly not a whining nimby, equally no one in a gang with guns, drug dealers, or high-town prostitutes, nor a radical Muslim or born-again Christian. Oh, and no wind farmers. Thanks. I think I listen to your show too much, Math. I, I, I suspect that that's possible. That's exactly what you do. Um, uh, I work in a town with a big travellers population. Oh, there's no name there. Put your name on it, otherwise I won't read it out. Pat says, Ian, when are you, the media, and the police going to get it? Travellers use bolt cutters to get on the land that residents have paid to use as recreation. They mess that land up with rubbish, and who pays for the vandalism in and around the illegal encampment? Us, the council taxpayers. So, they are criminals doing as they like and are untouchable. The police and councils are afraid of them. If they were not, the travellers would be moved the same day and those responsible arrested. They need to be brought within our laws. Well, Pat, this is what these um, communities will do that's being discussed today. The, uh, the, 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 the campsites, that's what they'll do, I'm, I'm sure. Um, two more, quickly. Gary and Luton. Cliff was going on about two generations with no sites to live on. Well, welcome to the real world. None of our kids can get a house, let alone a job. Why should gypsies have land made available? And Val says, if they are Irish travellers, why are they here? Why not travel and have sites there? There is more room there. 
08459 555 DJ Dave's in Bedford. Ian. DJ Dave. All right, mate. How's it going? <laughs> it's going all right, mate. Yeah, you got a little giggle there? You got, I've gig- got, a little, got your giggles I've got, on? Yeah, I've got my giggles on. So you've, you, you want to do some voiceovers, do you? Well, 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 one of the advantages of having a sore throat is that my voice can go really low. Oh, yeah. So I can sort of go, uh, Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. And it might sound a bit like my voiceover, man. Do you remember Bill Mitchell? We talked about old what? people and jingle. Uh, did, you, did you mention Bill Mitchell, the voiceover, the jingle man voiceover from the 70s? Bill Mitchell? I didn't mention Bill Mitchell. I don't know a Bill Mitchell. All oh, right, but you, you're not aware of him as a voiceover man. Like. I don't know the name. I, I, I you don't I, know the name. I'd probably know the voice, would I? Uh, well, you'd know the voice because he was well known for doing adverts like um, Carlsberg, probably the best lager. He'd he done that in the seventies. Oh, okay. He'd right. done all the adverts for the horror films. Yeah. And anyone who was anyone who wanted professional voiceovers went to this guy. Bill so, Mitchell. are you a professional voiceover? Uh, I'll do my own voiceovers for my own oh. uh, thing. Yeah. And how much do you make from that? Um, well, no, I'll do them like I don't. I'll do them like uh, independently and freely for my own amateur. Yeah, amateur, yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to do some voiceovers for us, amateur? Well, yeah, I'll send them in. Well, you could yep. you could do a few for us now, and then you can send some in. Yeah. How about, Ke- Kelly, you've got some suggestions, have you? Can you say, Swinging Free with Ian Lee? Swinging Free with Ian Lee on BBC Free County's radio. Can you say it better? Better? I thought that was pretty good. Deeper. Deeper? Oh, I yeah. can't go deeper than that. Swinging free with Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Don't, don't, don't add the BBC Three Counties Radio, because, oh, oh, no, i tell you why. Radio's a very fickle business. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to be in a few months' time, and I oh, can, right. you know, I can take these with me. So I'll hold them in. Swinging free with Ian Lee, most definitely. Oh. Can you also say, Ian Lee, he can't say milk? Say that again. Ian Lee, he can't say milk. Give it a go, Ian. Uh, milk. <laughs> Ian Lee, he can't say milk. You want me to say that? Yes, in your best voiceover. Well, you might cut me off. I won't cut you okay. off, though. No, I'm off this. It's, it's, you know, it's all good. It's fun. a private, like, dig between all you that you want me to. You know, I don't know. I won't, I won't no, say he, he just can't say milk. Say again. Milk. He can't say it. I can he, say says, milk. he says milk. Milk. Well, say again, say again, Ian. Milk. Say, says you're all right. Say silk. Silk. You're weird. <laughs> what? Don't you up, Ian. Ian Lee, he can't say milk. And uh, 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 I've got one. Ian Lee, the thinking woman's crumpet. Four. You're allowed to say that on daytime, mate. Yeah, we're allowed to. We're allowed to say it here. Yes. Woman. Yeah. All right. But yeah, um, yeah. Voiceovers. You're more than welcome to. Oh wait. <laughs> could you do? Could you do one for me? Right. And this is strictly between you and me. And whoever's listening. Well, j- just, you know, it's always good to have these things in the can. You never know. <laughs> Ian Lee playing the hits on heart. Just do it. Oh, I can't just, do it. Just that. do it quickly. Wait for them. Just do it. You want me to do it? Quickly. Ian Lee playing hits on heart. There we go. Oh. <laughs> you, I'm just, it's a very, very fickle business. Yeah, what did you make about travellers? Oh, did he? Your microphone's on, Catherine. Oh, hi. Dave <laughs> also had an interesting point to make about travellers. Dave, what was your point yeah, about well, travellers? It's close to my heart. At the end of the day, right, you get one minor bad apple in a bunch of good ones in all walks of society. And I do agree with you when you actually do say that, you know, it's stretching a bit, things a bit too far to brand every, like, Romany gypsy, because there's a difference between Romany gypsies and thinkers. You do know that, obviously. Well, reason. OK, so who are the worst? 
Um, well, I haven't actually come across. If you're saying there's a difference, that, that, if you're saying there's a difference, that implies that one is um, less trustworthy than the other. Uh, the, the Irish tinkers. Now, see, and so Diddy you're coins, you, Diddy coins. you're coming from a Romany background, so that could be perceived as as a kind of micro racism directed towards the Irish tinkers. Why, in your opinion, are Irish tinkers not as good as Romany travellers? Because some some of them, not all of them, and like I said, I mean, it may be the younger generation of them, of, of them, do prone to tend to want to do these sort of things, but then they all get branded that way, don't they? I mean, you had the guy on there talking about on the cricket pitch and things got stolen and put on there, and all yeah. of a sudden the, the, the actual Romanies that were on there got the blame. Yeah. But then there was no proof to that. And and in all fairness, he could have actually literally... I'm not saying he did, but he could have literally just made that up to get on to have a go. He, he could have done. Going. He could have done. But, but then, again, supposing that did happen, you're the second person with a Romany... Uh, traveller connection to phone up and say, oh, no, no, that, that, that couldn't have happened. It's, it's so unlikely. That, that, that didn't happen. So maybe, maybe the Romany travellers and the Irish tinkers need to accept a little bit more responsibility for the bad apples within their community. But the, gen- the genuine Romany gypsies, they were not, not... I mean, my mum was... My mum's my family. Yeah. God bless her, she's not alive anymore, bless her. But my mum's family were Romany gypsies and they all get branded... I mean, they, they, you know, they, they, they supply and build big lovely caravans and what have you, which they live in, which they choose to live in. But at the end of the day, calling them scum is just, I, I totally agree with you, it's wrong. Dave, Pretty thank wrong. you very much indeed. 08459 four double five five double five. Again, that kind of micro-racism ra- between the Romany travellers and the Irish tinkers. Who's worse? Oh, the Irish tinkers. But you can't brand Romany travellers as bad people because no, we're not. I I, I have very little experience with travellers. Very little experience with travellers. I have no idea how to be, who, who to believe. The chap that Justin spoke to that called them scum. That's obviously too far. That's obviously I would say uh, inappropriate. Some of you disagreeing with it. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. More of your stories. How do we take this further? What, what can we do to kind of bridge the gap between communities? If that doesn't sound too much like a, a the, the you know the stupid thing to say, is that possible? Is the gap just too big? Do you remember in the seventies, the sixties, and the seventies? Uh, it was oh, a black families moved in next door to us. Oh dear. Oh, the smell of the food. Oh, did you remember there was that kind of... Oh, oh, there's a, oh, there's more Asians moving into our street. Oh, dear, it's going downhill. You don't get that so much now. In some places, you kind of get it a little bit... Possibly never going to go away. You don't get it so much, thank God. How can we move forward with, with travellers in the same extent? How can we make it so that in 10, 15, 20 years' time, if a traveller moves next door, it's not perceived as such a bad thing? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Let's get the travel with Alice. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
The M25 anti-clockwise very slow between Junction 20 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. M1 London bound heavy going between 5 for Watford and 4 for Edgware. On the M40 northbound, the exit slip road is closed at Junction 8 for Oxford after two accidents. And in Waddesdon, the A41 is partially blocked near to the Fleet Marston farm after an accident. Public transport has no reported problems. This is Alice Gloss at BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8.30, I'm Jane Killick. The location of traveller sites in central Bedfordshire is being discussed at a meeting this afternoon. They include two controversial new sites in barton le Clay. Hospitals spent £83 million last year on temporary doctors to staff A&E. Figures released by the Labour Party reveal the bills increased by 60% since 2009. The new chairman of HS2 officially begins his job today. Sir David Higgins says the high-speed rail line can help rebalance the economic geography of the country. The weather becoming dry and sunny with light winds and a high of 6 Celsius. In tennis, Andy Murray has marked his return to Grand Slam tennis with a dominant 6-1, 6-1, 6-3 win over Japan's Go Sueda to reach the second round of the Australian Open in Melbourne. In football, Arsenal have returned to the top of the Premier League after a 2-1 win over Aston Villa at Villa Park. MK Dons replay their FA Cup third round tie against Wigan tonight. The Dons will be without lone striker Chris Long, who's ineligible to play. Manager Carl Robinson thinks Wigan will field a stronger side this time. They'll come here, but they're probably a little bit more respectful than what maybe some of them shoulders in, in the first game. Watson will be back in, Powell will be in. So obviously they'll be stronger than the team that we faced up at, uh, up at the stadium. But it'll definitely strengthen. They'll, they'll be a better team here than what they were at, at the home game for them. Watford also replay their third round FA Cup tie against Bristol City. Alman Abdi could feature on the bench for the Hornets. Manager Beppe Sanino says the FA Cup is extremely important to the club. This moment is everything for us because it's the nearest game that we have to play and because I, I think that it's a, it's a competition that we have to face uh, with a good spirit. In League One, Stevenage play tonight at home to Swindon. The borough are still rooted to the foot of the table. And in the FA Trophy, Luton replay their tie against Cambridge at Kenilworth Road. The winner will be away to Eastleigh in the quarter-finals. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. I'll be back with a full bulletin at nine. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Ah... <sighs> Some Facebook comments. Roz, I just want to tell you of my experience of travellers. I live in Luton and we have a big green in front of our house. Several caravans moved on to the green. Uh, They were there for a couple of weeks. They kept themselves to themselves, weren't noisy. And when they left, the men went over the whole green with bin liners and picked up every scrap of litter. The bags were neatly piled and the council came to collect them later that day. You have to speak as you find. There are plenty of families who live near me who are nightmare neighbours and they are not travellers. Gary says, real old school gypsies will tell you to take your shoes off when you go into one of their caravans. They're a lot cleaner than some of the houses I've been in and nice people. And Phil says, the worst part about today's show, that would imply there are several bad parts, is that Ian doesn't even have any experience of the subject and yet feels qualified to comment. He doesn't even live in our area. So where does his moral right to comment each day come from? JVS is a pain in the rear, but at least he knows beds, hearts and bucks. Well, I do know beds, hearts and bucks very, very well, so thank you for that. 
that. Uh, I don't have any experience of uh, um, having travellers live near me. It doesn't stop me from commenting on it, though, does it, Phil? doesn't mean I can't comment. Uh, and my opinion is shaping this morning. It's being shaped by your calls and your Facebook messages. And I think that that's the important thing here. I don't know. I never met Jesus, but I can talk about him. Do you know what I mean, Phil? You don't have to have, have experienced something to be able to talk about it and listen to other people's stories. This is one of those things where I'm learning from what people are saying to me. And that's why this job is so great. That's why doing this is so wonderful. Is because if there are gaps in my knowledge, then you can call in and tell me and fill in those gaps and educate me. So thank you for bringing that up, Phil. I appreciate that. And also, if you don't like me and you don't like JVS, why on earth are you listening and commenting on the Facebook page? Go and find another station that you like, you silly sausage. Richard's in Bedford. Morning, Richard. Oh, good morning. Richard, what would you like to say? Yeah, my que- your question is, isn't there good and bad in all societies? People have a go at gypsies for being this, that and the other. But some awful things happen in, in settled societies. There's awful... I was uh, driving a car the other day, coming the other way from me. Suddenly, a great big black bag come out of the uh, window in, uh, into the hedgerow and uh, tipping rubbish here, there and everywhere. So I think it's all a bit one-sided, and it really shouldn't be. Uh, one-sided in what respect, sorry? Well, having a go at um, gypsies and, uh, and making them out to be the most terrible people uh, and um, creating all this sort of havoc. Um, you know, I, uh, there are, as I say, good gypsies, bad gypsies, uh, good people that settle, and bad people that settle. But we are, and we are hearing stories, though, Richard. We are hearing, I think, a mix of stories that, that, that kind of backing up what you're saying. But how are we supposed to react when we hear people um, like our caller earlier on, who I think may also have been called Richard, who said that they trashed the local cricket green, they left loads of rubbish, they stole things? How do we react to those? Well, you're going you're gonna to react in a very adverse way, aren't you? But there are several people that go out and trash, trash towns and yep. trash, you know, so you, you pick on a gypsy for doing that, but it's equally done on the other side of the fence. Richard, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Bill and Milton Keynes, I used to live in Shelley Lodge on the A5 in MK. There was a field opposite the estate that gypsies used to camp on. Whenever the Irish travellers arrived, they would trash the site. Threatened dog walkers using the field, still from the set... Uh, from the and dump scrap vehicles in the nearby fishing lakes. When the Romany gypsies set up camp, they were polite, clean, spoke to dog walkers, and when they left, the field was cleaner when they arrived. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Ether's on the line. Morning, Ether. Morning. What, what's your name? Ether. Ether. That's a fantastic name. That's a chemical name, isn't it? <laughs> it's a cool name. What now, Ether? How old are you? Six. Six years old. Uh, uh, what, hang on a second. Why aren't you at school? Uh, I'm going to school now. You're, you're going to school. What school do you What school do you go to? Richmond. Is it any good? Yeah. Yeah. Who's your teacher? Uh. Oh. Um. Uh, uh, okay. And, and is she a good teacher? Yeah. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. Now, Ethan, why have you called in? It's not to talk about gypsies, is it? No. Now, what, what have you got for me? Voiceover. You're going to do a voiceover for me? Fantastic. OK. Have you got something you'd like to say? Yeah. Go on, then. Away you go. Let's. Uh, I hope we're recording this. Away you go, Ether. In the 
drink tea. Uh, Ian Lee does. We Ian Lee does a wee on BBC on his radio. Hang on a second. Is he just found? Is he found up? Take the mic. What's going on here? Ian Lee drinks tea. Ian Lee does a wee. <laughs> I do drink tea, and yes, I do do a wee. You, you, both of those things are factually correct. But is that the kind of thing you think we should be broadcasting on the BBC, Ether? I think he's hung up on me. Ether, thank you very much indeed. Was that a prank call from a six-year-old? <laughs> thank you, Ether. Excellent. We'll make sure those uh, those get used uh, on the Nick Coffer show at some point. Excellent stuff indeed. And if you, if, hey, listen, we don't get enough youngsters phoning up. We used to get a lot of youngsters phoning up. If you've got kids that want to phone up and do voiceovers, man alive, they can. I don't want them any older than eight years old, though. No older than eight years old. Eight and under, they want to do a voiceover, 08459 455 555. Well, remind me, and we'll, we'll start that again tomorrow, because that's a cracking thing uh, we can do. Uh, back to Travellers. Howard's on the line. Morning, Howard. Good morning, Ahmed. Oh, there we go. Get it out now. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Cough it up. It might be a gold box. Now, <laughs> what have you got to say, Howard? Um, Travellers. Yes? They're not all the same. I, I get a little bit narked with... Generally, people saying, "Oh, yeah, they're all the same. They're dirty. They leave rubbish out." I mean, there are a few that do it, you know. And I know travellers. I've got friends who are from the travelling community. They're nothing like that at all, mate. Seriously, they are very clean. How do they you are, have? They, how do you have hmm? friends in the travelling community, Howard? How do you mean? Well, because oh. are you a traveller yourself? No, no, no. How, I'm, do you, I'm, how do you know them? Because it seems that there's very little cross fertilisation that the travellers yeah. seem to keep to themselves and, and they, everyone else keeps to themselves. I really know. They get a bit narked because I've got the friends who I know. They, they obviously come from a, a travelling background. Uh, they get a bit narked by people generalising about them all the yeah. time. Um, and it infuriates me as well, actually, because I, I, I sort of listened to your callers this morning and the same. I mean, yeah, there are a few groups that do ruin it for other communities. Um, they're scum, Howard, according to one, one person who spoke to our reporter this morning. They're scum. I have opinion. If they, want to, if they want to call them that, that's down to them. But obviously they, they've not met the right people. And yes, there are a few groups that do ruin it for others. Um, and I'm from an Irish background, and even our own Irish background... We have problems back in Ireland with uh, the Irish community, uh, the travellers, and they don't even get on with their own kind, so to speak. What can we do, Howard, to change the opinion of of, uh, the general public? Be a bit more educated and find out a little bit more about them, basically. Okay, Howard, thank you for that. Let's put that out there. You, as the GP, the general public, needs to uh, be a bit more educated... And learn a bit more about them. Now, I know from having talked about this and other similar issues before that some of you won't want to do that. Why should I be the one that learns a bit more about them? Why should I be the one to have to put the effort in? But that's what we need to do, isn't it? To integrate, integrate, to accept other people who are slightly different from us, not that much different from us, just have a different way of living. Why don't you like gypsies? Why don't you like travellers? Are you scared of them? Are you, are you jealous of them? What's your personal experience? I have very little experience with them, so I, don't, I can't answer that question. 
You can answer that question. 08459 455 555. Paul in Harpenden on the text. We should not be making more sites for travellers. If they want to stay in one area, they should integrate the same as us all. If they do not want to travel, why should they be treated any different to any other ethnic group or race? As long as we treat them different by giving them sites, they will always stay on the fringes of what most consider normal. Why is that a problem, Paul? And I, I, I'm just asking. Why is that a problem that they will stay on the fringes of what most consider normal? What you consider normal? Why don't you want people to conform... Or sorry, why do you want people to conform with your outlook on life? He carries on. If tribes people came over from Africa, we do not let them have tents in a field. Everyone else that comes here has to integrate. We cause the problem by treating them different to everyone else. I can't think of any tribes people that have come over from Africa who want to set up tents in fields. I might be wrong. But it's interesting. They will always stay on the fringes of what most consider normal. And it sounds like, Paul, that makes you... I'm not having a go. I'm just questioning. It sounds like that makes you slightly uncomfortable. Why? Why? We don't like people who are a little bit strange, different... Ken's in Luton. Morning, Ken. Morning, Ian. Ken, what do you want to say? From the vast experiences I've had... Yes. I've fished all over Bedfordshire and Buckinghamshire and and where I live. Now, last time they set up a field where I live, they stacked hundreds of tyres up where, against the fence. How many tyres? Hundreds. Hundreds? Yes. Literally hundreds of tyres? Yes. So at least 200 tyres? At least. Okay. That's not an exaggeration, is it? No, because when I used to walk my dog up there, you know, uh, I reported them when they moved in. Yeah. The policeman asked me if I see them moving. I said no, because they moved in overnight. So he said, well, I can't do nothing about that. They left... A load of tyres up. Yeah. Hundreds. Have kids that have played with them and set light to them, you know what have happened? Yeah. Now, I want you to ring Luton Council and how much they've spent on clearing up the messes these travellers leave. How much, have, uh, how much have they spent? I don't know. That's oh. what I want you to... Oh, you want me to do? Yes. Oh, I'm, I've got, I'm too busy. I've got two kids. All right, then, yeah. Listen, I'll ring them up. You ring them up. This is your job for today, Ken. Ring up the council and find out how much it's cost Luton Council to clean up after them. Now, listen, I used to fish up uh, over Elstow. Now, yeah. they used to have a site at Elstow next door to Elstow Pits. Oh, yeah. And we could never, ever fish alone. But the simple reason is you don't know what went missing. What do you mean, what went missing? Well, we used to have them... Hang on, you're not saying the gypsies murdered people and then dumped them in the lake, are you? No, they just kill fish. Now, listen... You were killing fish, Ken. No, I wasn't. You were fishing. Yeah, well, I was fishing, but I threw them back after. Well, but but still, you, you, you're shoving a hook in their mouth. Ian. Ken. Listen, you're going off the subject. They used to back in with their pickup trucks. Now, we had one bloke, he backed in with a load of rubber on the back of his motor. Yeah. He set light to it and oh, then dear. left it. Oh, and then we had them uh, tipping... Hardcore in the uh, car park. Oh, the rock, r- rubble and things. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we've had quite a few... De- I've had quite a few dealings. Ken, give, the, give Luton Council a call. I will do, because uh, I'd, I'd always be interested, but 
they wouldn't even tell me when I asked through the Freedom of Information Act yeah. when I last asked them about the bus stops they put up by our way, how much they cost, and okay. I got no reply. Okay, well, give them a call today and then give us a call tomorrow and let us know what they say. I will do it. Ken, thank you very much. There you go, you see? I'm, um, delegating is what I'm doing, is I'm delegating. What are you two high fiving for? What's she spelt something right. <laughs> well done, well done, Kelly Betts. That is that is really awesome. Eight forty-five, BBC Three Counties Radio. We'll speak to Justin Dealey shortly, but before that, let's get the travel with Alice Glossop. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 southbound, two lanes are closed between Junction 12 for Flittick and 11 for Dunstable because of an accident. Thanks to Craig and Lawrence for phoning in on that. Also, the exit slip road is closed southbound at Junction 4 for Edgware Way. Congestion going all the way back to 6 for Brickett Wood. In Brogborough, the A421 is partially blocked between the Kingston roundabout and the M1 Junction 13 for Bedford. Very slow in the area there as well. And in Waddesdon, the A41 partially blocked near to the Fleet Marston Farm after an accident. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Alice, thank you very much. 8.46, it's Tuesday the 14th of January. I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A discussion on where to put travellers' sites in central Bedfordshire takes place today. Hospital trusts are spending 60% more on hiring temporary doctors to work in accident and emergency. In tennis, Andy Murray is through to the second round of the Australian Open with a three-set victory over Go Sueda. 08459 455 555. We're finding out what songs you work out to. But before that, here's the weather with Kate. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. A chilly but bright start to the new day. We've got some sunshine out there this morning. It's also got a bit of frost, particularly out towards parts of Buckinghamshire and Bedfordshire, so don't be surprised if you still have to scrape your windscreens a little. The Met Office issued a weather warning yesterday for ice and that's valid until 10 o'clock this morning. Now this sunshine is set to stay for much of the day. We've got light wind as well, despite all that. It's still going to feel very cold. 6 Celsius the maximum temperature. That's 43 degrees in Fahrenheit. Once the sun sets around 20 past four there'll be quite a quick sharp drop in temperature as the sky is still clear at that point that's when we're going to get our minimum for the night time that's two or three celsius as we head further through the night though the cloud will roll in from the east and with it some rain as well as that happens the temperature will start to rise and we're looking at the temperature by dawn getting up to around five or six celsius so similar to today's maximum through tomorrow we're hanging on to the rain from overnight turns a little more drizzly but it's a rather damp and gray day and the temperature very mild up to around 11 celsius as the maximum as the air and breeze and strengthening tomorrow is coming from the southwest and that's your for- uh, forecast across beds hearts and bucks this is ian lee bbc three counties radio Well, what a busy show. Suddenly it's 8.48 and I'm worrying if I've left my wallet at home or not. I don't know. I just I just don't know the answer to that question. I'm hoping it's uh, upstairs in my coat. Otherwise, boy, oh boy, am I going to be hungry all day. Uh, 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. If you want to give me a call, we're talking about gypsies and travellers as we do from time to time. 
There is there is a story behind this. I, I should probably remind you of what the story is. The discussions will resume uh, today over the future of council-run gypsy and traveller sites in central Bedfordshire. We've had some pretty strong opinions. Let me play you. This is. Uh, we'll, we'll get to Justin in a second. He's talking about something else. But let me just play you this. Justin went out and spoke to some uh, people in Barton about the uh, prospect of uh, new traveller sites being built there. This is what one chap had to say when he was asked what his thoughts were on gypsies and travellers. Basically, I'm going to use the words that, that the politicians won't use. They're basically scum. They're going to drag this area down to their level. They won't, pr- they won't produce anything for this area. And all that's going to happen is our standard of life is going to be dragged down to their level. Well, the strong words, what do you think? 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can also go to facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. Let's have a, a, a look at a couple of the uh, Facebook comments before uh, we get to Justin Dealey and find out uh, what songs you like to work out to. Dear me, this computer is going particularly slow um, this morning. Uh, John says, I bet Ian would not like them living in his village. Um, um, oh, Tony, really? I always thought Ian and Roberto... Oh, dearie me. Well, that's... Uh, uh, I live beside... Anne says, I live beside Irish travellers in Luton. I have to say, they fought amongst themselves all the time, and one night their house had shots fired at the front doors and windows. Bit scary. There were five children in the house, all under five. Notice I say children and not kids. I don't get the differentiation. Have I missed something there? Uh, anyway, Justin, let's go on to something a bit lighter if we can. Oh, no, uh, uh, Kelly Betts. Wait, Well, you've, now. you've written on my screen that he's there. Now. Justin? Yes. Morning, boss. I have to work with this every single day. I know, I know. Luckily for me, I'm outside. I escape the lunacy within that studio. The lunacy. You should have seen the, 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 what they were celebrating, um... Uh, last week. What were they celebrating? Oh, I can't say oh, on come air. On, but they come were on, high-fiving each other. Oh. About what? Oh, I know what you mean. I can't remember what come that on. one was. <laughs> lunar cycles. Oh, dearie, dearie. They, they were high-fiving about lunar cycles. <laughs> there you go. I think that says it all. Doesn't it, Justin? Yes. Now, Justin, let's have a... <laughs> a proper conversation. Justin and I have yeah? a lot in common. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lunar let's cycles. Let's just say we're in June. Oh, for goodness <laughs> sakes. Go away, girls. The clues <laughs> in the title there. Yeah, go away, girls. This is this is a bit of radio for the blokes. Bit of blokes yeah. radio. Bit yeah. of blokes. <laughs> Manly. <laughs> Meat. Beer. Girls. Football. Tunes. Cars. I can't think of anything more. <laughs> now, Justin. Yes. Uh, what have you been out talking about this morning? Been talking about uh, Jim's song, oh, something yes. you picked up in the paper this morning. Apparently, yes. men love to work out to the eye of the tiger, uh, whereas for, for the ladies, it's Lady Gaga, as yeah. you call her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I commonly I... known as Lady Gaga, of course. Well, if you want to mispronounce it, Just, you're yeah. welcome to. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Uh, so, I've been to a gym this morning. For me personally, you cannot go wrong with the Brotherhood of Man. People <laughs> respect them when you're in the gym. It works for me. Save all your kisses for me. When you're on that running machine, you're listening to it. It just motivates you. Jeez. So I've been to a, a gym this morning, finding out what people like working out to, and here's what happened. Trevor, how's your January regime coming along then? Same as always, mate. Working hard, just looking rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be silly. Uh, so the songs you like working out to, Meatloaf, I believe, is that right? Meatloaf, yeah. Bat out of hell. That's always a good one to get, uh, get you motivated in the mornings. Um... Bit of Avicii, um, a bit of uh, the Eye of the Tiger. You can, you know, there's some good songs out there. And a word on your son. He has a, a particular tune that he works out to. Yeah, he works out to the Top Gear tune. He likes uh, likes the beat. I think that makes him feel like he's the the Stig. Uh, he's going that little bit quicker. But uh, 
Yeah, weird kid. <laughs> so, Lisa, tell me about your workout songs. What do you listen to when you're working out, getting all hot and sweaty? Uh, some heavy metal to uh, really get me in the mood. <laughs> heavy metal? It is indeed. Okay, our listeners can't see you. Describe yourself. You don't look like a heavy metal fan to me. Uh, well, being a massage therapist, it's not something people really <laughs> associate with me, but I'm uh, an exception, I suppose. So Who's throw some names at me. Uh, Slipknot, if you're going for the more metal, but uh, I suppose Nirvana, more grungy type things. So, yeah. What's wrong with the Brotherhood of Man? I don't know. Bernard, I think this is fantastic. You're into your soundtracks when you work mm. out. Yeah, at the moment uh, I'm listening to Jack Reacher and um, basically because it's got a, a rhythmic going to it but sometimes if I want to get carried away I'll probably put on Thunderbirds or something like that and What about Ghostbusters? Not the actual Ghostbusters shoot itself but actually some of the songs from the film Back but to yeah. the Future? Uh, yeah, no, uh, anything by Alan Silvestri, yeah Blues Brothers? Uh-huh do you know anybody else who listens to soundtracks when they're working out? Not really. I fell asleep on a train once going to work and I had Thunderbirds on. It put, It scared the bejigas at me when I woke up and I had that um, action theme and I was like, I thought, I thought all hell had broken loose. Well, you're different. I'll give you that. Thank you very much. No, no, you're welcome. Adam, good morning. What's it for you? Uh, heavy metal, probably. Again, heavy metal. Why heavy metal? Uh, it just gets you really pumped up. It's really aggressive when you're trying to lift weights. It's... So you feel angry when you're doing it? Yeah, angry is the best way to feel. Now, when people are doing weights, why do they do this? What's that all about? Uh, I don't personally do it, but it does help you lift the weight if you really like grunt. It does give you a little bit of an extra adrenaline sometimes, I think. Testosterone. Like you whip snake zoo or something? <laughs> it can be up there, especially. Yeah, it is a bit there. Oh dear! What was that fella? How old was that child that was into the Thunderbirds, Justin? You, you called him a child. He was probably, I'd say, what fifty-five. <laughs> fifty-five. He loves it. Why was he listening to Thunderbirds? Because it motivates him. Anything no. to do, you know, with film soundtracks, TV theme tunes. That's what gets him going. It's this, <laughs> isn't it? It's this. Yeah. Rocky. Adam. We had a friend, I remember a friend at college who couldn't remember the name of this song and he was trying to describe it. And we're going, what song is it? I goes, oh, sing the words. I don't know the, I don't know the words. It goes, Mount Munga Munga Munga, Mount, Mount, Mount. Oh, Survivor, I have the tiger. Well, and now we know it as Mount Munga Munga Munga. Brilliant. Uh, but the, we, we like that because we want to pretend that we are Rocky, don't we? And I we're running so. up those stairs and uh, we're in a montage. And we feel hard, you know, as yeah. men, we like to feel like tough guys, don't we? We do. It's a tough song. The ladies were singing next door. Ladies, what were you, what were you singing? Well, best you play it. Well, I, I, oh, you put it in the. Oh, it's not working. It's not working. I'm afraid you're going to have to sing it what to us. Should give you the lyrics if you can guess it. Okay. Oh. I took, oh no, that might not work. I took you to a fancy restaurant, then to a suggestive movie. Do you know what that song is, Just? I've got no idea. Really? You don't know? Sounds like Wally Webb's programme again. <laughs> it's the lyrical line, first thing in the morning. The video, famously, was quite keep fit. Do you know who was it's in the not video? It's really about keep oh, fit. Oh, it's not Call On Me, is it? No. Do you know who was in the video? Willie Rushton. Willie Rushton? Willie Rushton was in the video. He wasn't. Willie Rushton, I'm sure, was in the video for it. Wasn't with he? With a moustache, with a fella like a womble. <laughs> I'm sure he was. <laughs> Hang on, Willie... You don't know what the song was, Just? No, I've got no idea. Come on. I'm sure it was Willie Rushton. Um... It's, it's physical. Oh, Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I've got to Google now Willie Rushton. Sorry. Come on, though, seriously. Well, well, you what? make sure you put Rushton. Is there anybody listening who actually <laughs> goes to the gym and works out to let's get physical? Is that not a bit too much? It's a bit too cliché. It's a good video, though, isn't it? It's a fantastic yeah. video. I'll give you that. It's yeah. a cracking yeah, video. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> I'm sure it's Willie Rushton. I might not be proved hideously... Did you dream that? That's a weird dream, that. 
You're weird. There's someone who looks like... Hang on, I'm, I'm, I'm uploading it. I'm boot, booting it now. I'm, I'm downloading it. I'm streaming it. I'm streaming it live. Oh, my Ooh. God, it starts off with a, a naked person on a bicycle. Yep. Right, then there's a then there's a muscly man on a uh, uh, boat. Then there's a oh my god! None of these are recommended when <laughs> oh, you're exercising geez. in gyms. You'd want to wear some more. Oh my gosh! You'd want to wear more support than that if you were working out. That's gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. Can there. I come back and watch this video? No, they're all blokes. Just oh, it's not the video's not as good as I thought it was. He's asking. It's a shame. Maybe Willie Rushton isn't in it. Possibly. <laughs> where have I got that from then? That he is in it. You're odd. Oh no! Hang on. He is. Here's Willie. No, he's not. Oh. <laughs> right, thank you very much indeed, Justin. Indeed. We'll say goodbye, sir. It's not Willie Rushton. It's uh, another fat man with a beard. Oh, what a shame. Um, it's all just fat people falling about comically. That's the, all the video is. It's to distract from the explicit lyric. Yeah, and um, the explicit tightness of her uh, leotard as well. Mm-hmm. Right, there we go. Sorry, we kind of just petered out there, didn't we, towards the end of the show. I blame Kelly Betts. Thanks, mate. No worries. Thank you very much indeed. That's it. That's your lot. If you want to take part in the show, uh, you can send me... No, it's not Willie Rushton. You can send me an email, ian.lee at bbc.co.uk. I-A-I-N.L-E at bbc.co.uk. Uh, if you've got any ideas for the show, big stories or small stories, then give me a, uh, send me a line and let me know. Lots of the stories come from you that uh, we've had oh for goodness sake what are you doing now <laughs> we're singing to tim i'm really sorry tim it, this is this this is borderline sexy harassment <laughs> oh, you can't hear a word i'm saying look that's, that's not because he's not got headphones on it's because of a medical condition and i'm sorry that counts as bullying I, I do apologize for that he can't hear that either travel news for beds cards and bugs bbc three counties radio the M1 southbound has two lanes closed between 12 for Flittick and 11 for Dunstable. It's after an accident. Also, an egg, the exit slip road is closed at Junction 4 for Edgware Way. A lot of congestion there back to 6 for Brickett Wood. That's because of an accident on the A41 southbound, which is partially blocked between the M1 Junction 4 and the Spur Road. Very busy in that area. In Milton Keynes, the A421 is partially blocked between the Kingston Roundabout and the M1 Junction 13 for Bedford. Also very slow there. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Alice, thank you very much. Well, that's it. We managed to get to the end eventually. Ah. Thank you for all of your calls. Lots of calls at the moment. I like. The calls make it much easier for me. Right, JBS is up next. That's it from me until tomorrow at six o'clock. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Tuesday. It's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in, is it unfair to say travellers are bad for an